This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice. Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you see me in a room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? This your man Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord. The pride of PA, high chief dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. I feel like I'm God's favorite podcaster, man. I should. I gotta figure out a way to to add that into, add that into the. Uh, Why would you feel intro. that way? Because I mean, man, he look after children and fools, man. Just depending on the day, he's shining on me. I'll take whichever one it is. God clearly loves me more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to. I just had to come out and say it and fry my bacon softly. What? <laughs> Remember when we had old boy up here? Oh, yeah, he was yeah, 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 my yeah, bacon yeah, softly. Yeah. Yo, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode one fifty on you hoes. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really mean to call you hoes. It's just the same. Sorry. Um, we're back. Is that we're, counting the Nipsey episode? We one fifty. Yeah. Okay. It's an episode, so we okay. might as well count it. In in real life, we actually on one fifty two, but we're not about to switch up the count right now. But we'll just say one fifty. And uh, we back, man. I thought it was supposed to be a celebration for episode 150. Uh, I told you. Or did we agree to disagree? <laughs> that's, that's the one we agreed to like, disagree Last about. week, I told you it wasn't going to work. <laughs> it, it when did a, you become the boss of me? I'm just saying. I, I've always been a leader. I should have just had a celebration. I mean. That's a lot you, of liquor in the building. You got a drink in front of you. I can't I can't drink real liquor though. You always got some kind of excuse to act like Nigga, I got a I got an open wound on my foot. I'm trying to have like a real shoe back on. Babies and, like and fools, nigga, either day. You guys favorite. Nigga, have a I, drink. I am, but I'm not mixing my fucking antibiotic with Jameson, nigga. But you would take a fucking pill wrapped in aluminum foil by some chick you met online. <laughs> Fuck out of here, dog. It was, it was by it was by a neighbor. <laughs> it wasn't uh, uh, anybody who giving you a pill wrapped in aluminum foil on Finkel. It can't be. Hey trusted. man, I, I'm not scared of drugs. I'm I'm not scared of drugs. But you're scared of a little bit of. I'm dangerous. scared of mixing my drugs with alcohol. Yes. All right, man. I mean, nigga, we all got our limits. Don't judge me. You don't know my life. I don't know. I've you don't know my life. I've heard your life on this record for about a, every week for the last <laughs> for the last three years. I, don't, I gotta, don't go judge. I got a good idea. He man. who was without sin throw the first stone, my nigga. Today? Because <laughs> I ain't did nothing today. <laughs> anyway, man, what's up, man? How's your week, nigga? Uh, week so far so good, man. No complaints. My oldest, you know, I know sometimes he tuned into the podcast. Ooh, ooh, got an accident. Uh, my oldest <laughs> turned 16 on Sunday, man. 
I don't want to get emotional about it because every year on his birthday, I'd I be a crying mess. Congratulations, little nigga. Yeah, you, 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 now you about to move into to young adulthood, 16. Yeah, man, but it's, it's, Tell him if he need, uh, you know, if he need a little spot to bring the little honey stew if your dad. Oh, no, 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 Tell no, him no. to give me a call. Ain't no fucking in my house. I know. Tell him to give me a call. Nah, man. ain't no fucking in Mr. Jason's <laughs> house either. <laughs> nigga better ever call me Mr. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you call niggas young man. What the fuck you want me to introduce him as? Nigga, I'm Jay Johnson. <laughs> well, ain't no, ain't no fucking. I just want them to just enjoy being 16. They can, like, talk to some girls at the mall, maybe a little finger bang, but, like, not not full-fledged insertion, my nigga. I'm saying it's normal at 16. Yeah, it is. I just don't – I don't want to deal with the with the consequences of that shit. Like, the consequences nigga, is safe sex. Yeah, but, like, nigga, my first time out the bat was raw, and she got pregnant. I'm, did, you, did your dad have a conversation with you beforehand? By the time he was ready to talk about sex, nigga, I was on, like, my third or fourth partner. Like, we ain't, so, got, we ain't got shit to talk about now. So, so stop bullshitting. Oh, no, no, I've, I've had the, the sex talk with him. Look, nigga, just enjoy your fucking birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm go I'm go to the mall, get some Nikes, <laughs> I'm, go I'm, out to dinner <laughs> with some of your little nigglet friends, I'm and just enjoy being 16. I'm campaigning for him. You get him an older woman. Nah, man. Like, my life, I'm not going to say my life was fucked up at 16, but I was just, like, moving different. How old can he have before it's not, like, legal? Before what's not legal? Like, so, like, a, if, if a girl is 18 and he's 16, is that illegal? I don't know, but he not he not swift like that. Because, like, this, this older chick tried to talk to him, like, in the grocery store while he was with me. And, like, she was... He couldn't keep up. He don't. He don't look the sharpest. Like he. He just. He just sixteen. You know what I'm saying? Like he. He just being the kid. Like so. That's cool. That's cool. Just. Just. Just be. Nigga, I had a tattoo, two earrings, and was out here in the world at sixteen. Like nigga, like in in the same ear. Nah, nigga, I had both. Both my ears are pierced. Nigga, that was the shit back then. No, that shit. I'm older than you. I'm older than you. (laughs) A good I'm older s- than you. <laughs> seven months or some shit, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> nigga, I'm older than you. But I'm just saying, like, how old are you? Thirty-seven. I'm about to be thirty-seven. But in you're not yet. Less than you're two not, weeks. But nigga. you're not yet, nigga. It's like to, six months. Shout out to me. How did this turn into you? Shout out to my youngin. <laughs> your birthday. Your old man loves you. You say when I found out your mother was knocked up with you, nigga, it saved my fucking life. And I love you because of it, man. You made me a better man. So shout out to the youngest Brad. Well, the, the youngest, the oldest, the oldest male Bradley. Yeah, man. Just enjoy, just enjoy life and your birthday and pussy it come. Shit, don't rush it. It could come on your 16th birthday. If you say no. <laughs> don't rush it. I'm fucking with you, man. So uh, anything special happened to you this week, man? Uh no, nah, man. God is still good. I'm alive. I'm on the the other side of the dirt. Man, listen, dog. It's been an interesting week for me, dog. Of course, we had that Nipsey shit. You know what I'm saying? Still fucking with me, but I'm not gonna get all emotional and all the other shit. You know? What yeah, I'm we we got our feelings out on, yeah. on it already. But um, Monday I woke up. You know, because we was we was busy on Sunday night, so I had somebody yeah. up here recording and shit. So I come up here on Monday morning, like, hey, I'm about to go edit all these sessions up and shit, throw my clothes on, and uh, get ready to leave out the house. And then all of a sudden, I can't put no pressure on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> like, the shit hurt, hurt. Like, sharp pain hurt. You know okay. what I'm saying? Did like, you wrap it? Like, have an ace bandage? No. Why not? Because it's not wrapped in season no more. Like, shit, that shit is over with. I've been walking normal, like, no limping. It was just 
I'm until it started again. Yeah, it like randomly sharp pain, not like a dull pain like it was, but like sharp pain. Like I don't know why this is doing this, okay. but it kind of left. You know what I'm saying? So boom, I got up to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Got on the elevator and I'm coming up here throughout the hallway like it shit started hurting again. I'm like leaning on the fucking wall and shit. Like, dog, what the fuck is going on? So grab some ice out the freezer, ice my shit while I'm doing the episodes. I'm like, oh, freak accident. I don't know. Okay. I broke my fucking Apple Watch though. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like I dropped that bitch. That's right, you were supposed to buy two. No, you fooling. So like I literally dropped that bitch. You never bought me shit as a friend. I'm not buying that fucking Apple Watch. <laughs> I'm, mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, I want for my brother what I want for myself. Yeah, man. Look at this facility <laughs> we got for each other. You know oh, nigga, this because of me. You this because so? of me. You think so? David Ruffin. Okay. David Ruffin. I'm a, you can walk away right now. I'll still be successful. Well, I, I got two. <laughs> I got two other successful podcasts that I'm running too. So three in total. I mean, just it's a for, common denominator in all just, three of them. Just, just put me in there. That's all you got to Just sub me in. Just saying, there's a common denominator. Just sub me in. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I'll go to the mall and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to get this sweet ass uh, Apple Smart Case. You know what I'm saying? This is the best invention ever. This phone has been running for seven days and I, I ain't charged it yet. It's fucking great. Um, so I go there. I'm doing my shit and I'm leaving out the fucking store and like the shit happened again. Like I'm in the middle of the fucking mall. And Were like, you at Somerset? Yeah. And like, I, this shit hurt. Like, it, it hurt to drag this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So I, Why don't I, you just get you a little cart? From where? Somebody starts screaming, hey, every, somebody come help me. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I looked around, though. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> the So I sat down and shit. I'm like, all right, fuck. I'm going to sit down for a couple minutes. Like, you know, try to spin my shit around, do a little massage. Do exercises you know and shit. So I get up, walk about three or four steps, and that shit, I mean, dog, this shit really hurts. I got a pretty high tolerance of pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. So I'm up here, like, dragging my foot, moving. It feel, it's, it looked like either I got a shotgun in my pants or I'm stealing something. Through Somerset. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm going through Macy's and shit. I'm like, nigga, asset protection is all over the camera. Like, I just know they are. I'm, like, leaning on the fucking perfumes and shit, trying to, trying to get all the way out, dog. This shit is bad. You know what I'm saying? So look, I finally get out the motherfucker, uh, get out of Macy's or whatever. And, uh, I make it like to the curb. Out so here. now you're in a whole nother monster in the parking fact, lot. Matter of fact, I get to the, to the door and it's like a little seat. So I sit down like, all right, cause my shit is banging. So uh, this little lady, she come up like, Hey, uh, do you mind if I sit with you? I'm like, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> give a fuck what you do. I'm in pain over here. <laughs> <laughs> Can so I possibly pay back yeah, to so, my vehicle? So I get up, you know what I'm saying? I walk over here to the curb and shit. And I'm just looking at my car across the other end of the parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, dog, like, there's nothing for me like to put my hand on. Like, unless I want to put my hand on other people's cars, and that can go a different way. Yeah, So I'm just literally, I'm sitting there for like a good two, three minutes just looking at shit. Car is like stopping, thinking it's time for me to walk across. No, I'm no, like, go, ahead, like, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. And uh I'm like, I tried, I took like two steps. I'm like, I can't do this shit, dog. I just fucking hopped to the car, dog. <laughs> I hopped to I the car. I thought you hop. So you know, like when you and Summer said, like where Macy's at, um, to that back row with a pop. I literally hopped, nigga. It's some girl coming out the car. She on her cell phone. I'm thinking like, damn, it's two niggas to the left of me and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. I'm like, fuck it. I'm hopping. I'm not too proud, nigga. I'm, it's hurt. I don't know y'all. Y'all strangers. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, this shit hurt. So I get to the motherfucking car, like I'm cool, I'm driving and shit, right? <laughs> and then uh, I get a notification on Instagram and shit. So I look at the notification. It's somebody like, "Hey man, did I just see you in uh, <laughs> what you just said, Somerset?" Nigga, why didn't you come help? Why didn't you come help? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He was like, man, I didn't know that was you at first, but uh, I saw <laughs> I saw the hop. And I listen every week, so I think <laughs> Nigga, I was in distress. Bring your motherfucking car around. Oh man, I was out there in bad shape, nigga. It was so funny and shit, right? Uh once I got to the motherfucking crib, nigga, I walked in the house normal with shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? It's like this some kind of sick joke. You know what I'm saying? So my shit kind of been going in and out, like whenever it feel like it. So the next morning and shit though. Uh, I went and bought a cane <laughs> from CVS. I'm like, nigga, I'm not gonna get stranded out here like this again on some just in case shit. You know what I'm saying? So you got that bitch riding, riding shotgun in the car. Swear to God, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right now, right handed guy, nigga. That bitch is in the in shotgun right now. I walked with that bitch for like a half a day, dog. Took that bitch to work and uh, they're like, well, who's who's cane? Is so, like it's mine. <laughs> like what happened? Like mind your damn business. But since you want to know, I sprained my ankle pretty bad. Okay, but still then, no ace bandage. You just offer that. Like, what the ace bandage gonna do? It constricts it. It don't. I wore it for a while, but like you know, I'm working. I'm walking good today. I didn't. I didn't use a cane today or yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Knock on wood. So, uh, I mean, when you it. get old out here, it's, it's it's just hard for your body to bounce back. No, nigga, that be not when you out here and slip on some fucking ice. You fuck your but shit. But you, up. but you old too though. Well, all 220 pounds of my body fell on my fucking ankle. I don't okay. give a fuck what, an- what, what age you are. It's just not a good look to have. No, no, it's, it's not. But I'm just saying, like, nigga, when you got injured at, like, 22. No, I, I sprained the same ankle when in high school. It was fucked up for a long time. Okay. I had to sit out of a track meet, too, man. I was hooping in some Air Ones, low tops. Bad idea. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but the man. kids hooping low tops now. I don't get it. Like my, like there's there was like the low top Kobe's, and even like the Kevin Durant's was like lows. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you see, we having a Kobe at the end of his career. I mean, but the kids are strict. But Kobe was old. You know what I'm saying? He was the old nigga. Dog, Kobe was what 35, 36. Like that's not old. That's not old relatively, but like for NBA years, nigga, that's a fucking dinosaur. That's relative, but like in real life, at thirty. 35, like, nigga, that's not... You still got the rest of your life to live. This nigga D-Wade, you know, about to retire, and he was talking about, like, how he gonna have to go... He's gonna go to counseling at the end of his career to, like, help him cope and find, like, how to move into the next facet of his life. Because he don't know what else to do. Well, he got a pretty hot wife. I found a couple things I mean, yeah, and they got a a baby and all that shit, but, you know. I'm not talking about the kids. No, no, I mean, I'm sure he's fucking Gabrielle face-to-face. I'm just saying, you know. You're not on the road cheating like you used to. You got to find a different release. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't don't really care. If your wife is that fine, is it still okay to cheat on her? It's never okay to cheat. No, because black men don't cheat. No, black men don't cheat. I'm, just, I'm a member of the faithful black man community. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Black men don't cheat. So listen, man. Uh, we got a couple special guests um, in the building today, man. Uh, we might as well introduce them. Uh, well, we'll have. Uh, well, one is not as special. 
It's a friend of the show. It's the homie. It's a friend yeah. of the show, man. Go ahead, man. Introduce yourself, my brother. Friend of the show. Yeah, uh, bring it. Talk to the mic. You got to talk to the mic. Mic up. Oh, it's good? Yeah, there we go. All right, yeah. Friend of the show. If you know me, I'm Dre Clay. If you don't. Yeah, that's Dre Cleasy. Dre Clay. Dre Cleasy. One of the homies. And um, we've been talking about this damn episode for quite some time. Hands up. Don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up, don't shoot. Uh, we've been talking about trying to get um, a, a police officer, a peace officer in the uh, in the building. And um, we finally have one here. Yes, yes. Would yes. you like to int- do you do you want to be like you want me to make your voice sound different? <laughs> no, it oh. would make a difference. Oh, okay. You want to int- how would you like to introduce yourself? You got an intro? No, I tried to get one. Okay. But my little friend wouldn't uh your your Zodiac twin wouldn't write an intro for me. You gotta write your own intro. I'm I'm not a I don't know nothing about music. The like nigga beating the <laughs> I police the streets. <laughs> I carry the heat. I police the streets. Never beat defeat. I don't know. That's a good. Bars. One. No, I don't have no intro. <laughs> it's I'm just Hadira Hollins right now. During my business hours, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. I'm Officer Hollins. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> Officer <laughs> Hollins. Yeah. So look, man. This before <laughs> uh, before we get into um, all the, because we've been having like before we, the, the 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 cameras and the mics turned on, we was in here just kicking it and chilling. Also, um, Officer Hollins uh, came bearing gifts. Um, yeah, first time I ever seen that. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Miss um, Hollins because I got this Game of Thrones White Walker by Johnny Walker. Uh, which is a blended scotch whiskey. It's a limited edition. And this shit look fucking cold. And it look cold. Yeah. And I'm not going to drink this shit until the series finale of Game of Thrones. And that shit is fire. I appreciate that. Yeah, well. And the ginger beer. And the ginger beer. Who bought Jameson? Clay? No, I bought Jameson because okay. that's my favorite drink right now. Okay. Your other gifts are downstairs. Don't forget them when this is over. You got, she did she, you, she did you arrest shit. somebody and take <laughs> weave? No. You'll do drugs while with drugs, but won't do alcohol with drugs. I mean, weed is, we've already discussed that weed isn't a drug, dog. Just because you discuss it don't mean you're right. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can pick it, you can grow it in your backyard, my nigga. You know what you can grow in your backyard? Fungus. <laughs> that don't mean that shit good for you, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You can grow Wait, some. Is it mushrooms, fungus? Yes. Mushrooms? And if you eat a handful of shrooms, yeah. nigga, you'll have a completely different Friday night. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes it's Let like it's a, it's a very few mushrooms that are alkaline that actually match up. Some of them are anyway. It don't fucking matter. I prefer the ones that's gonna, to make me, that's gonna make me hallucinate. Uh, but listen, man. Before we get into all the stuff, man, it was two ask the shop questions uh, that I want to get y'all uh, input on. Uh, one you posted today. If your husband, I'll ask you. Because this this works for you. If your husband tells you his kid's mother wants him to take a picture with her and the kids, do you allow it? Join in, or is it a no? What like a Easter picture type of thing? Oh, here's the picture. Are we going to Olin Mills and we taking right. a family portrait of their family? This is my husband. Yes. Yes. But that's his baby mama. That's uh-huh. his child's fa- mother and, and their those, children. And those are. The children they have together. No. 
Why not? Why not? I mean, you're a family. Yes, because you have children together, you'll be bonded forever, yes. pretty much. Yes. Um, but this looks like y'all living under the same roof. That's what you take for that picture? Yeah, I I think this is a couple that's together with their children. So, like, if my parents, um, if I grew up and my parents are no longer together, like, I can't never have a picture with my, with my whole family in it? Like, my mom, my dad, my brothers and sisters? Like, that don't got nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just a child. Like, I want a picture with my entire family in it. Is it the matching outfits that's doing it for I, you? I think that's what it is. Okay. I mean, but I get, they don't look that old. Y'all ain't got no pictures together? The baby mama don't want it. <laughs> I mean, like, why you want it now? Now that we're married, what? It's just a picture. It's a, like, because my child wants. To, like, I think it's important for you to see your parents like together, even if y'all not together and like in in a physical relationship, but like in unity. No, if if, if they're co-parenting properly, they're gonna see them together all the time. A picture, because like if you this my mama, do you this a, my daddy. Do you have a picture with your family with you and your your parents? No, not that I can recall, no. Oh, this is why. Because you can't really? No, I didn't say it didn't exist. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah. Because, well, my parents were divorced, but even when my mother remarried, I don't recall even taking a picture with my stepfather and my sibling. But but my mother and my stepfather, they didn't have children together. Right. So there could very well, I mean, pictures popped up. My sister sent me some stuff, you know, randomly. I'm like, who who is this? Oh, that's you when you were younger. Like, I don't remember that. So what's so what's the problem? Is it just the matching outfits, or or we just look too too comfortable together? Not even okay. <clears throat> it don't even look like he has his arm around her, so it's not that. Well, let me just say this is this is corny to me. I don't, I don't, I don't, anything matching outfits, I don't like. Like this is matching. It's to the coordinating now. I didn't like. What, I didn't like when my parents did that to me and my sisters. I hated that. So maybe I am jaded because I don't like these matching outfits. That could be the. They coordinated. Matching. It's a co- I means for the picture. It's you for, can you can coordinate and and with colors and not be matching. Only the kids is really matching. But so let me let me see. Like that. technically we. Like the no, you're you not matching. Well, no, 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 you, you no, got no, metallic, no. and I'm in. <laughs> so listen, let's look at some of these comments. So there's 30 comments. We're not reading them all. Um, <laughs> Don had probably one of the best comments. Some people just said flat out no. Like, no. they're not cool with it. They're not comfortable with it. Like, do you think, like, because they took this picture now, like. I'm fucking her? <laughs> like, it's a picture. It's a family photo. And guess what? You not the mama. You not the family. Well, why is she not? Because I didn't fuck you and have these no, babies no, no. with you. This picture but is about their she's family. Still f- she's family because if she's taking care of those kids, she's married to that man. Mm-hmm. She, Because uh, I know a lot of people that are married that don't call their stepchildren. They don't put the step in front of it. Gotcha. It'll say my son. my. So she's still family. I didn't fuck you and make these babies. So so the, 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 the young lady who was no longer with him has her, her two children, and... Their father. I want y'all to take a picture because that's her family. Like so, in the husband or in the man's household, yes, all of y'all family, but not in my house. You're not my family. I don't see you every day. My family is me, my two children, and the and the guy who helped. Like that's their family. You know do, what I'm saying? Do the kids have a relationship with the man's wife? Relationship or not, they just want to take a picture. 
Like, why is it an issue with the picture? It's only a picture, though. It, I mean, every picture has a backstory. Yeah. A picture is just a snapshot of a moment in time. There's a backstory with that relationship. Yeah, we, yeah, we used that's, to be together. We had a kid. <laughs> and now we're not together no more. I'm with you. But they want to put a picture of their fa- Like, so for me, I have a family picture. I have a picture of me, my brother, my father, and my mom. I mean, my father, my mother, and my brother, right? So if, God forbid, they... And that's important to me because this is where I'm from. Like, this right. is my nucleus. Whether they was together or not, like, what I want this for me. And maybe I want this. I want I want to be able to look at my parents, even though they're not together, and know that we still a family unit. Like, this is where I come from. This is my family tree. So, and you not in my family tree. You the nigga that you so, just date my dad. So this is what I would suggest. Um, I would just pay for the whole session. All right. We go take a picture with me. With everybody, and we gonna take a picture with, with my baby mama and the kids. We'll take a picture with, with the kids and my wife, and y'all go pick whatever y'all like. It's so just we so get, wild to print them all out. We gotta do all this extra keep. shit because of. And now but, I gotta incur the cost but, of paying for this. No shit. one has to, but just yeah, to pacify this. Pay for it on the back end anyway, because at the end of the day, whether your wife say something about her or not, she might feel some type of way. Why do you feel a way about it? Do you not trust me? I mean, her feelings think? might just be hurt. It might about not be like what? a malicious thing. It might just be like, she might just be like, oh, I'm, I'm not a part of the family. It's like, well, yeah. Toughen yeah. the fuck up and no, go upstairs. You're not man. a part of the bloodline. You got to go back home and deal with that. I ain't might got time for that shit, man. Well, I just want to know, like, so what's the underlying issue? Because, like, people are just like, no. Why, though? I think it's just just people being petty or just thinking that, like, maybe I'm trying to rekindle something. So someone, he's not even telling his wife the baby mama asked for this. If the baby mama wanted to get this picture, she better off asking the wife. So this all depends on the wife and baby mama relationship. I'm man enough to run my own motherfucking yeah. house. Damn, I just want a picture with my children and their father. Like, I'm taking this picture with me and my two kids. I want to bring their father in there for a picture, too. Like, why do... Why so is that you, an so issue? So you wouldn't tell your wife that y'all doing that? The picture never said anything about it being like a secret, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's what I said. It was an assumption. Yeah. But I mean, even on the flip end, with my suggestion, I mean, all right. So the baby mom, I mean, she she don't feel no type of way about it about us taking the pictures. If like she this. Feel, if she does, so listen. If my child's mother feels the type of way about me taking a picture with my two children and their child's mother. Then we're gonna have a problem. Cause this not for you. Understood. But you know I, what I'm saying? I'm like saying you, we take three pictures. Baby mama, both both women, and then That's some petty shit. The, I mean, everybody gotta get that, No, no, everybody like, doesn't no, have to be like, satisfied. You you being petty, cause like what do you really think is going on? Do you think I wanna be with her now? I don't see, but that's if it, if it, but if if you don't, then what's the problem? But like, like I said, that's that's malicious. That's like thinking she gonna think we got something going as opposed to she might just feel some type of way about not being a part of this quote unquote family. Is she sector. there? Is the wife there at least at the photo shoot? Why does she need to be there to chaperone me? Man, it, ain't, it ain't a chaperone. Why she say shit about? Chaperone? Why, why she gotta ride with me? Like, it, bitch, it, if you gotta ride with is me, my, <laughs> is my wife there when I take other pictures for Instagram? Like, see, who the what? Why the fuck? Well, like, you ain't taking special ones like that. It's special because all my kids are in it. Yeah. And the person I made the kids with. Hey, man, I'm taking family. It's a family portrait. Hey, Jay, I'm taking family portraits with my kids, and this is how I eliminate the problem. I don't want your mamas in the picture. Oh, I just want y'all. Damn, you a perfect example. I just want my kids. So this is a, per- this is a perfect example. 
I'm so, probably not the best example for this shit because I can give you a real ass answer. Well, let me ask a question first before you give. Go me ahead. Answer. Go ahead. So, if your wife, your ex wife, wants to take a picture with her family, what, what you I mean with her, the two children y'all had together, and you, if you with somebody who got a problem with it, are you not taking the picture? No. I'm still gonna take the picture. I don't give a fuck if you got a problem with it, like because like it's just a picture. It's it's literally just me, a picture. Me and this woman share 15 years and three motherfucking kids, bitch. If you can't shut the fuck up and have <laughs> tunnel vision for 15 minutes while we take a goddamn picture of Sears, like why the fuck am I dealing with your headache? Because most more 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 importantly, I think the picture is for the children. Because that's something they're going to look up to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that mom and dad don't even live in the same house. I'm not about to have a false sense of, oh, they really together. It looks like a happy family. Fuck what it looks like. But those kids are young enough. They could be swayed that way. They they understand they that I ain't coming that. home. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this ain't this ain't going to make... De- like, you, when, when me you, and my ex-wife divorced, or when we separated, it was like damn near nine years ago. Like... My kids was babies, but they understood that we don't live together no more. Mama got a new nigga at the house, and daddy got a new lady at the house. I don't think they're together no more. Yeah, like, and, and they and live they, in two different places, and they bounce back just fine. Like they they perfectly regular ass fucking kids. Like I was surprised at these comments because I didn't think this was like um like a thing. But I'm with Don. If I'm paying child support and you. You dragging me through the ring or fuck you in your motherfucking picture, bitch. I ain't showing up nowhere. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> when Don was talking about that child support, bitch, you squeezing me out of squeezing me out of money, making me struggle. Fuck you in that motherfucking picture. I ain't showing up nowhere. Take a Polaroid and stab it to that See. bitch. <laughs> so they said, when somebody <laughs> said, uh, every picture tells a story, no point in creating a false sense of reality. Um... No, the reality is this is your family, whether y'all together or not, though, right? Yeah. Um, some it's just a picture. Yes, it's just a picture. Oh, Don says, what Don mm-hmm. say? Uh, because it shows she still controls the situation. We aren't a big happy family. I can't stand. <laughs> I can't stand your ass. Uh, you said kids, so it's plural. Therefore, she whipped my ass on the child support, and I'm salty about it. Sorry, <laughs> kids, but your mama can kiss my entire <laughs> ass. Right. <laughs> Uh, boy. So, so what I what I see in these comments is a lot of fucking hurt, and a lot of people who have uh either been lied to, been in a situation where it looked one way and it was really another way. Cause like all this shit is coming from hurt, and like and ultimately everybody just assumed the worst. Like, how come I just can't take a family family portrait? I mean, the the other thing is to think about it is, I mean, what you keep. Building on this, you like this is for the kids. It's for the kids. Yeah, but all them motherfuckers is parents. They mad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, is it really for the kids or is it really like who is it for? And who's you know? Like I, I mean, would, just for me as a father, I'm gonna do anything for my babies. I would feel a way if I grew up and I don't have a picture with my with my family. Sure, that's great. But you asking a bunch of the you asking the parents' perspective, right? What I'm saying is, why don't you respect that this is ultimately gonna be for the children? I mean, if it is, fuck it, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever for my kids. All right, fuck their mom. Y'all niggas be why everybody be so angry? I, I mean, me personally, I don't have no beef with the mothers of my children, and I don't. I have relationships. I have relationships that don't work out, but like niggas be like, fuck them people, like. 
Why people be so angry at their exes? Hey man, you 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 look you giving them free rent in your in your head, you man. Like hey, let them go. I just say it like this, dog. Ninety nine point nine percent of your relationships are not gonna work out by by default. Say you find the one that you with and you get married. That means every other one of your relationships didn't work out. Like when when a relationship don't work, people be so fucking angry and so upset. Like nigga, this how it's designed. Yeah. Well, sometimes it depends on how it ended. Like, it could just be some straight disrespectful, I come home, I find you and so-and-so in my house. And that's normal. Or if you just it's civilized up. enough to say, okay, this ain't working out. I want to see other people, but I don't want to cheat on you. Let's just, you know, can we yeah. be friends? And then we may not even be friends, but if I see you out, I'm still going to say hi. Yeah. So I think those people, when they say, because I got some uh, uh, ex that I'm F you about because because of the way it ended. Yeah. Would you arrest them? Arrest him and beat his ass. But what I'm saying is this. <laughs> like, it's human nature, but people cheat often. Like, so like everybody's thinking, like, it's it's a it's a natural human reaction. Not saying it's good or bad, mm-hmm. like it should happen, but like like if it happened to you, you're not the only one. Right? Like, so I get it, it hurts. I done been there, some shit happened, like, oh shit, but like at some point, man, we gotta let that shit go. I don't know, shit kinda skewed, man, if you ask me, because it's like you asking a bunch of people who had fucked up relationships. If you ask five relationships of people who ended their shit amicably, you might get a different answer. Well, you Clay, you done ended five relationships amicably. Well, I done I done ended every relationship amicably, but like that's your choice though. It's always your choice to end it amicably. Oh, because I end them bitches on fire. I mean, that's just <laughs> straight up for what? I ain't never ended no relationship really on great terms. Why? I don't know. I mean, like, why you, like you, you got a plan to, to fuck it up? Like, I don't have a plan to fuck it up, but I just be like, man, once I get to the end, I just be like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to leave that phone unlocked and just take a 30 minute shower. So you like, whatever, could, whatever happened when happen, I come man. out this bitch is what it is. So you like out. interpersonal, <laughs> uh, relationships? Like, w- like when I'm done, it's hard for me to like give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like once I figured out that, you know what? I'm over this shit. Like, bitch, fuck you. Like, it's really hard for me to be, like, a decent person with the shit. I fuck your cousin. Like, I don't get no fuck. Like, we done. You just a horrible person. I mean, call it what you want. Call it what you want. I mean, like, just in general, like, just a regular human being, like, even if I don't like you or whatever, I could have met you on the street, like, why would I just go out my way? I'm not gonna to go out. You? I'm not gonna go out my way. But you like, just said that. Hey, you <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not. I didn't hit a. I didn't hit a bitch, mama. Like, I'm not gonna go <laughs> out. Not going through this again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I heard this. I'm not gonna go out of my way. But like, once I'm done, like, I'm gonna give you the signs of like, hey, I ain't really with the shit. I might even had a conversation. Like, look, just had a conversation. But sometimes, right. but some people just don't let go. You know what I'm saying? Like, some women just don't let go like that. So you, then you. Like- is that why you don't have a conversation? No, nah, you I, just cut them off like. Tch. But like that—that's—that's that's my way of dealing with shit. Like I don't need to give give you no build up. I can wake up on a Tuesday be like, man, I hate this bitch. I don't want it to. I don't want it to go on another second. Like, look, I need you to leave me the fuck alone and leave my life alone. That's just me. I'm not saying that it's good, but so that's just if, my my well, coping mechanism. But since with it's you. your coping mechanism, do you think it's good? Like, like you, it's your life. Like, nah, I don't think it's like it's caused a fair amount of bullshit in my life. But like, fuck it, bitch, I'm down with the bullshit too. Like, how how far how petty you want to get with this shit? Why is you trying to be petty? I'm not trying to be petty. I'm just trying to end it. But like certain people, like there's no good way to break up with somebody. Yes, there is. Uh, that's a matter of opinion. It's possible. 
It's a matter of opinion. It's, it's a matter of positive. fact. It's been a, <laughs> millions and billions of breakups. Like it's not an opinion. That's a well, fact. Well, bitch, get out. <laughs> get out. And take all your shit. Are you trying to? Follow? And fuck them kids. I'll be honest. I don't believe this shit, though. I don't believe every. I do, I just don't believe it. No, I've had it. I've had a couple relationships that was like, all right, look, you fucking around, I'm fucking around. Like, let's just cut our losses. I've had a couple that's ended like cool, but like. If I was to put them on a scale, it's definitely like eighty percent them been hot and wild. So look, man, this uh this is a text message. Uh so the text message says, I'm on my way. I then the person responds, Your mom's food is sixteen dollars. They responds, Huh? How? What that mean? I have to pay for getting my mother I gotta pay for getting my mother food? Yeah, you do. You know what? I don't need it. I go get her shit myself because you bugging the fuck out. Well, I already paid for it, so you can have it. Nah, I'm good. It's not about the money. It's about principle. I offered you something as a nice gesture to you. That was crazy. It's not like me and your mom have a relationship. (laughs) Like I'm in a relationship with you, not your mom. I don't play when it comes to my mom. I'm good. I'm outside, so I'm not there. I left to go get her food. It's cool. I'm good. Enjoy your night. My nigga, so you just made me waste my money to get your mother food for what? That's like real corny and extra. I told you, I'm good. I don't give a fuck. I tolerate no disrespect towards my mom. Fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. Fuck your fucking mama. So let's just so. And fuck you. Let's just recap. And like, hey, I'm about to stop something. You want me to grab something to eat? No, I'm good. We'll get my mama number two. We got number two. Like, all right, nigga, your mom food sixteen bucks. What you mean? Your mom food is sixteen dollars. Like, so who you think wrong in this situation? Or I don't know if wrong is the right word. What do y'all think about this situation? Is that how it went in the very beginning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she off the he or she it don't really say which is which. Well, actually, the person who posted it is a, a female. So a female. Said I'm gonna go get you some food, and dude was like, uh, "I don't want nothing, but get my me, mom or yeah. something." So, is the person supposed to pay for the mom? Like, like the the money shifts now because no, I mean, no. Why can't you pay sixteen dollars for your mama food? That's your mama. Food. You said originally this is a woman texting a man, and he told her to get his mama some shit. Yeah. He asked her, like, you want me to grab you something? I'm about to. Right, right, right. And um, just get that girl a 20. He was like, I don't, I don't want day. nothing, but go get my mama something. Just get that girl a 20 and call that shit uh, a day. Man, some cornball shit. But, I mean, if you go speak up behind the shit, speak up in front of it. Like, hey, I need my motherfucking money. Well, that's what she told him. Like, it's no, all right. Before, mama- when, like, before I buy this shit. Like, you know you about to fucking pay me. Like You got me when I get to the house. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I thought... I think I think I thought it was like understood because you like all right your mom's food because I guess I mean I wouldn't have did that shit but I mean so what so if you were, you asking your lady if she wants something to eat she be like no nah, but go get my mom or something what you doing how long I don't know on this motherfucker <laughs> 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 oh shit I don't know What's I mean they try relationship it's sixteen I mean I don't mind trying to to, to get in good graces with the mom but like you like expect I mean am, am I coming in your mouth yet. 
Like, because if I am, I guess I'm just going to eat the $16. I mean, 16. As far as the $16 number two, I want to know where that mother <laughs> Five uh, guys. Like, you know what <laughs> That's but, what you bought her. But, uh, I mean, you know, small losses for, you know, big wins. I mean, if you know, if you got to, if you really care to, to deal I with like that. I thought the nigga was but, tripping. Granted, yeah. I would say, like, listen, just pay for the mind food. But if the, if the situation like, no, I, your mind food $16. I thought the dude like overreacted though. I'm sure her mom probably made me a little chicken breast or something, you know. Didn't she offer the pain in the beginning? Go so ahead. what's the difference if she paid for him versus the mom? Because I, I I asked if I wanted to pay for you. So like that's like saying we go on a date and then you get a to go back for your kids. I'm like nigga, I took you on a date. I didn't I didn't pay for you. I you know, but that's that's what? something I hear is you very common. Yeah, yeah, that and it, it depends on who it is. Because I've hung out with friends and I get it to go. Especially when it's me and girls, of course I'm a I'm a grab it. If it's my significant other, you you paying for all of it. It's I don't know. I'm, I would get mom some food. I would get, but mom at some the food same too. time, I'm the kind of person. If I was a person on the other end, and you pay for it, I would just give you the twenty dollars. Like n- not even ask for change. <laughs> What's wild was though he was like, wait a minute, you mean I got to pay for it? Yeah, like, like yeah. I always first of all, I'm, I'm always expecting to pay. Yeah, cause yeah. I just, I'm, I just expect to pay. Uh, so, and I don't expect somebody to buy my mama some food. Cause it's my mom in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ask, if a young lady asks me, you want me to grab you something to eat? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm straight. Like, I'm not going to tell you to go get my mom some food. Probably not. No. Wait, is that what he did? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, so he said, go, just go get my mom something. Yeah. And then she got it, and she like, all right, your mom's food, $16. He like, wait a minute, yeah. I got to pay? Like, but see, that story was written well, well before that. You know what I'm saying? She been doing bullshit before that, like buying his mama food. But then nigga did, like, like he told her, like, listen, I, I bought the food already. Like, I'm not eating. <laughs> like, I bought the food already. I got out. I, I came out here. I bought the food already. I came to your house. I'm throwing like, all that shit on the front lawn. Fuck your mama. But the nigga did. I hope y'all had rats by the morning. <laughs> Just pay the twenty dollars and go. Yeah. If you even if you're gonna be mad at it, just okay. Here, you petty girl, twenty dollars. Grab mom's food and go. It, I mean, to even have a long conversation like that at some point, I would just. I stop thought responding. that shit kind of weak for you to leave the house. I, I told yeah. you I was gonna like nigga. Who the girl now? Because <laughs> now you acting real like. Or you can call one of your friends on shift. Like, hey, it's a red cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> Flick them. I'll be there in ten. <laughs> Keep them on the side. Yeah, man, that's wild, dog. Um, I think ideally I would pay for the mom's food. I might be like, distant. <laughs> I make a joke. Oh, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take it out on that ass tonight. All right, well, I'm, you about to go buy my mom's fucking food tomorrow, or some <laughs> shit. But uh, I didn't think it was a big enough situation for it to become this. But like, that sixteen dollars is really <laughs> that's hurting. That's hurting. That sixteen dollar number two is like a. Beans yeah. and cornbread, or yeah, something. yeah, motherfucker right? went to the chilies or some shit. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> right? <laughs> went to uh, Olive Garden to go, Outback Steakhouse to go. I don't know. Fuck. Sixteen dollars about to be a lot when that forty-five cent gas tax hit. Shit, you ain't never lied. It's forty-five cent a gallon. What happened when the gas tax? Go- Governor Whitmer to fix the damn roads. Forty-five cent a gallon gas tax. I don't know when it's gonna hit, but. It's supposed to be coming soon. No, I'm not with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too late. 
Uh, Clay, pour me up a little bit of that, man. That's it? All right, man. So we finished with these questions. Now we get to, we always got to put you on the hot seat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, since we got the popos in the bin. <laughs> do y'all like being called a popo? Is that Not some? really. It kind of get old after a while, like the whole donut thing. Y'all don't eat donuts and shit? Yeah. Well, I it, thought you about to say it. <laughs> no, some people do. They do. It's gross. I don't like donuts. Is that because donut spots open up early or some shit? Like, what, what, how did that start? That's not, that was not yeah. on my list of questions. No, no I think it, at Timmy Hall's, you can get, they get them for free. One. They can talk about the donuts. No, they, they, some, some of them, they do give us a discount, but I asked that question, uh, right after I got out of the academy, like, where did that come from? Um, it's just one of those convenient meals because when you sitting down eating, this has happened. You go somewhere, you, you get clear for, for your lunch. All of a sudden, the call come out. <laughs> Food's still on the table. You got to go. So it's one of those things that's convenient on the go. You just eat in the car. Mm. Uh, so what made you want to be a police officer? Nothing really. This was, I wanted to be in law enforcement. Okay. I wanted to be an attorney. Um, that didn't work out. After I graduated from state, took the LSAT. Go green? Go oh. what? Here we go. <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> Got married, had a baby. Uh, things took a little shift. Uh, I was working at Ford as a senior financial analyst, and I was doing great then. But then when the auto industry crashed, my brother, not my blood brother, but my brother, he uh, he came to me and said, hey, you know, come join the department. I'm like, you the same one that said don't date cops and don't be one, you tell me? No, we got guaranteed pension and health care for life. You can't go to law school now. What you going to do? It? Yeah, that's a whole other story. We can get into that. But That sounds like a good deal. Absolutely. A, a lot of people that signed up for the Detroit Police Department and other departments, but mainly Detroit Police Department, you had a guaranteed pension and a guaranteed medical for life. After how many years? No, it's for life. Like your your. No, no, I'm saying like you don't have to be vested for... Oh, 10, yeah. 15 years? T- 10 years is a vested, is an early retirement for uh, a regular police officer. When you move up there in ranks, you have to retire at a, after a certain amount of years to get that. Okay. But it's 20 years as a regular PO. They have since changed that. Once you become a lieutenant, a sergeant, it's 25 years. So once you retire after those 25 or that 20, you get a guaranteed pension for life and medical. And you, your kids get to stay on until, what, the 23 is, is the magic number? But your spouse is on there for life as well. Hmm. That's what it was. Hmm. And that's nothing that attracted me. So I said, okay, I can't go to law school. I'm going to incur some more debt. I got this little baby. Fine. <laughs> I, want, baby. <laughs> I wanted to be in law enforcement some way, somehow. So I said, okay, cool. I'll do it. And that's it. I signed hmm. up to the police academy. I was laid off. About eight months in between that time, was dipping into my savings, um, went apply, got accepted, started the boot camp, and now, now I'm here. How long does that take? Going through Detroit, things change, especially when administrations change, um, when it comes to your mayor or your chief. Um, so I've heard a lot of people, I've heard someone say they were in academy for a year. It's standard six months. Mine was six months. I believe two classes before mine, which a friend of mine was in, um, his was nine months. And he got, they got, they got caught up in that whole 
Ella Bully Cummins when she was yeah. either coming or going. Yeah. So um, theirs got extended because at one point it was threatened that they were going to be laid off while they were in the academy because they pay you full benefits, everything once you start the academy. Oh, wow. So my buddy said his was about nine months, but mine was six months. And that's the standard across the board, six months. Um, so in those six months, Besides, like, I'm sure y'all do like some some physical training or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all learn some karate or some shit. Nothing. <laughs> they teach you how to fight. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's what they call PT, um, physical uh, tactics, and DT, uh, defensive tactics. Mm-hmm. That's when you learn how to use all the weapons on your belt, like your pepper spray, your firearm, your baton. Ta- well, we didn't have tasers at the time, but your tasers, and then you got your physical portion. When you say physical portion, they teach you how to throw them hands. They do, but tactically, how to throw hands. It's not street fight. Um, one of the things that they do is they 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 put you in these scenarios. They come at you on the street, but you've learned how to use this weapon. I just can't beat you up like I would do back when I was on these Jefferson. I have to tactically take this baton out and hit you a certain way. Like, I can't. Like there's, and I wish I'd have had these pictures. I couldn't get this picture. So there's a picture of a, a person yeah. that says like, you know, red zone, you know, yellow zone or green zone. Yeah. Can't hit you in the head with the baton. I hit you in the arm. I'm but certain see, areas. I'm seeing some police hit people in the head with a baton. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> I'm seeing that. Maybe they <laughs> go back to the train. But, <laughs> but, but the thing is, um, and, I, and I've been in that situation. I didn't hit anybody in the head. However, where I've, I've had, you know, my baton or even my spray and you want to go and spray this person. Sometimes the wind is blowing. You might spray other yeah. officers. I done got sprayed before. Or if the person is moving around so much, you can you, you sock somebody just punch them. Yeah. Cause I be like, sometimes I be seeing like standoffs with police. They got the gun and tail. Like, dog, just sock this nigga in, in this shit. And, and, and I mean, and like, I, I don't, I've never, I don't, I've never really seen the police like, like, man, just sock this nigga. And not even, and not even no knock on you, but like, you're not a like a big woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm six one two fifty. Like, if I'm coming at you, like, wouldn't it just be a little bit easier for you to crack me in my shit? And just be like, oh, I went for the yellow zone with the nigga ducked. Well, that's that's actually what what tends to happen, and and that's what you have to make sure you convey in your report. Because I didn't mean to hit you upside your head. No, doesn't I, mean I, I, I hit this nigga in the head because I thought that was going to stop him from hurting me. No, <laughs> you you can't do that. I mean, I got a gun. I can shoot you. Or I can hit you in the fucking head. <laughs> I, mean, I would rather go for the head. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm just gonna shoot you. This is me. I've talking, seen him, but way. I've seen a police Not officer the, straight straight fire on a nigga with a closed fist. I mean, I seen a yeah. police officer choke a nigga out, pick him up, <laughs> slam him on a on a car because he he peed on his, his in the, he peed on his uh, squad car. He was very upset about that. Uh, but hey, that's neither here nor there. But uh, like I don't know. Uh, that's me talking. I don't know. But like it seemed like if I was the police and like he was like a threat, like I would probably just punch you. Yeah, I mean, nigga, defuse the threat. Like, bop. 
It don't work like that. Can no. you get like written up or some shit like that? Oh, yes. Just for socket somebody. You, you can get, well, but it's my word versus yours. No, no. It's like, so either I can pull my taser out and tase you or I can punch you. Like, which one you, like, I would get in trouble if I punch you versus tase you? No. And, and it really, it really depends Situation, on probably. the circumstance. Again, like Dame said, I'm, I'm about five, six, about a hundred and something pounds. If I'm dealing with Dame at his best, not with the boot on. I'm still you know, dangerous with the boot on. Don't I don't think she worried about that damn boot. Fam. <laughs> don't don't don't, don't get it twisted. I'm still dangerous about that boot. Fam. But first and foremost, I would not engage Dame or someone of his size by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it depends on the nature of the call. Sometimes you can get a call where it's okay. Somebody just arguing, or like the holidays is a real big time for domestic, and domestic can be brothers and sisters, Facts. especially when it comes to family. Y'all lost love brothers one. and brothers, uncles and they they drinking. Yeah. You already know when you get that call to that you house bitch that ass nigga. You got to come with some backup automatically. Like don't don't walk. And I've seen officers do that, and that's what pisses me off because you know what you're walking into. Okay. And what made you think that you were going to try to defuse a situation with a bunch of drunk people? Like, that's just, no. Because it, anybody who's drinking, especially to that degree, is already unreasonable. Yeah. You, you know that much. So, when you come upon a situation, um, it can go left at any point, but at the same time, it can still stay calm. But like I said, somebody of dames that, even yours, I, I don't, how tall are you? I'm six feet, and this morning I weighed 218 pounds. Now I would not physically want to box with you. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't really want to box with no man. I don't care how short he is. I prefer not to hit women. However, if the situation calls for, I just hope that there's backup. Yeah. But um, no, I, I I cannot hit you upside your head with the baton. Um, I would definitely try to take take the knees. Yeah. That that's sweep that's the leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my nigga, I've been hit with I've been hit with that taser on the side of the road twice. Nah, my nigga, like I'm not trying to engage with none of that shit. So let me ask you about. So when were you in academy? Two two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. We still had about almost a million people about around twenty. It's like eight hundred thousand, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my academy class was big. It was it was fifty people. We graduated forty three, um, so they split uh, they split us up class A and B. Mm-hmm. And you're right, there there was a lot of people. And um, prior to me, there were classes going in and out, in and out, in and out. So during the, in the academy, like outside of like physical training, how much of this information? I would assume if it's if it's six months, six months not a lot of time. I know it is a time. It's a lot of time, but it's not a lot of time. It seems like a long time. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like how much of that? I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they got it's a lot of training just in there just to keep you safe, because that's mm-hmm. probably like the number one priority to keep you safe. And some stuff you're just gonna have to learn with like unexperienced or whatever. Like, how much of the information in there is actually about the law? There's a good portion because every day you're not just doing physical. You got you know you start in the morning. You 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 literally at some point you're sitting down in class. You're sitting down with actual lawyers. Yeah, people who. Um, are familiar with um, what they call the use of force that the department, the DOJ, Department mm-hmm. of Justice, they issue out. They basically tell you 
you can use your baton in these places. This is where you can go for your firearm. This is where you can use pepper spray. So we're sitting down in class, learned about that hours on hours, also at the gun range, hours on hours. But we're also sitting in the class um, besides shooting and doing the physical portion. We're taking tests. We have to pass those exams, too. So out of those six months, it's, it's an everyday thing, and it's, it's all together. Hmm. But I mean, lawyers go to school for a long couple, yeah, time. a couple of years, and y'all do six months and are expected to uphold See, the law. We're not we're not lawyers, but we have to know some portions of the law, and our portion is you know what's arrestable and what's ticketable. Somebody who's an attorney who's doing this all day every day, they're on a different plateau. Right. We just learn a smidget of what they do in law school. And again, these are actual lawyers that are bought in to yeah. teach us these things. So, um, 2008, I think the city of Detroit, we didn't have a million people, but we it was like a lot. 700,000, I think, yeah, somewhere around there. 700, 800, somewhere around there. Um, how many people in their class were white? In my academy class? Yeah. Out of the 43... Percentage wise, I guess that'd probably be because you maybe about forty percent. It was a it was a nice percentage, good forty percent. Surprising. I was expecting a much lower number. Like what? Well, I'll say this: um, this lieutenant has since retired, and this was a question that um, I know a, a couple of, and he worked in recruiting. And one of the things he said, and you'll hear this often, especially amongst uh, black officers that are in the recruiting office, they try to recruit from the neighborhoods um, as early as 18. Well, 18 is the year that you can apply. I don't want an 18 year old as a police officer. Relatively, no. I, I would agree with that. Um, but at the same. You 25. Yeah, you can't even buy bullets or alcohol at 18. <laughs> like, I think you should be 25 years old to be a police officer. Or be, or if you over tw- if you under twenty five, have some military experience or something. Yeah, and sometimes that's bad because you may be in trauma and then you come home and thinking like the streets is Afghanistan or some shit. But twenty five, like when your prefrontal cortex is developed, uh, and you can like make decisions and like you like fuck you gonna tell me about life at eighteen, fam? Like you don't know. Nigga, fuck you pulling me over for 18. Like, Get you the fuck out my face. I don't face. think you just skilled enough in life to know the nuances of a lot of different shit at 18. It's funny that you say that because that was some of the things that they, like, we have some youngins in the academy. And those are the scenarios, the mind games that they play with you to get you prepared for that. Because, again, if I come to your house, it's a domestic, maybe with your, your parents. What am I going to tell your parents about why they arguing at 18? I don't know that I could tell them at my age. Yeah. You know, so... But the but the the thing behind that um, is recruiting them young before the system got them. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of times why you you I, I believe that you do have majority white officers because they don't get caught up in the system early, like we do. Hmm. That's different. And it's and it, it it I mean, I would like if someone policed my neighborhood. Who was from this neighborhood? Fact, yeah. Who understood? Sure. Um, that's where myself and other officers that I work with, I, I believe that's why we have been able to go as far as we have and essentially survive. 
I mean, you don't necessarily have to be a street person, but if you're just from the neighborhood, you know what's going on. You know what's going on. You know how to talk to people. Yeah. And that's the issue that I see a lot of time, especially with white officers. They don't know how to talk to us. You know, you they, they only come down here for opening day. Facts. But you 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 police every day, but you go home to where you're from. Yeah. So you have this attitude like um, that one guy who just got fired from Detroit less than a year ago. His uh, matter of fact, I got a screenshot, but uh, he was like, let me go wrangle up these animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on probation. Where do you think he even from? So what up? So listen, um. Royal Oak. You don't live Ferndale. here. You don't live in the city. And you're a police, you're a white police officer. And people don't call the police when things are, are going good. You literally see everybody and probably the worst that they'll probably be because they're calling the police. Most people don't call the police all the time. So mm-hmm. if everybody that you come in contact with. He look like um, a motherfucker that done pulled me over. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't even six months out of the academy. I don't think he got a chance to pull anybody over. This but he, he done put this on his Snapchat oh, and, you know. So, like, if I, if I don't live in this community, I don't know nothing about this community, but I want it on my resume because, like, I just did a tour in Detroit of all places or whatever. But every time I come in contact with a black, I mean, the city is 80% black, 86% black or whatever, right? The largest um, percentage of black people in a, in a, a major city. If everybody I come in contact with that happens to be black is a negative experience because this I'm you called the police here. So the view I have of you and the view I have of y'all and how I interact with y'all is going to be skewed because I don't have any other reference base or point of reference to be like, oh, I know how black people actually treat act because I've lived here my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I went to school here. I did this year. But I just hear people. At their absolute worst, and now I, I, and I'm jaded, and now I think that all of you are like this. Mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with um, white officers about that because then they come with that. Well, why can't they be like you? You don't know. <laughs> I used to be these people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, after the after, after <laughs> I put my badge down, I am those people. <laughs> Shit. And it's like, come on now, you 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 can't just judge like these people are going through something. And one of the things I think is a, is a big issue is they, um, they no longer humanize people. Facts. Yeah. Um, if you notice, and I believe someone pointed this out, it could have been you, Jay, where you, when you hear them refer to people, they refer to them as subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear it all the time. I'm being dispatched over the radio. This subject. Once I've identified you, even though I don't know your name, I'm going to call you a black male, a black female, or if you're trans, whatever it is you want to be, Refers, but you you are a human being. Yeah. You're going through something. You didn't make the best decision, and I'm going to treat you as such. And for me, that's where you know that diffuses a lot of shit right there. Just humanizing, yeah, them, having having empathy and knowing how to talk to them. But when I look at you, I see me. I see my brother. They don't they don't see you as that. They don't see you as equal. And who knows what they've been told, even in their household. They see the character. That they have created in their mind of what you are. Yeah. Who I've been conditioned because I don't live in your neighborhood. So all I get from you is what I've seen on TV. And then every time I go to a stop, I'm seeing the worst of people. And if even they're emotionally high or emotionally unstable or violent, because this is the police. We don't, we're not in the good time business. We're in the 
tragic time business. I mean, I'll be honest. For just for me personally, I've been arrested several times as an, as an adult, <laughs> and you know, I can honestly remember like this not the last time, but the time before that that I got arrested with an officer pulled me over. I was out close to work, and just the the way that he talked to me and dealt with me, like I didn't have that level of like I knew I was going to jail, but he didn't make it like a dehumanizing experience. I, I was Mr. Bradley, you know, when he pulled me out of the car. When we got when we got in the car and he was talking to me on the way to the station, yeah. you know, it was Mr. Bradley this. Some people lack interpersonal communication skills. Yeah, facts. Like you 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 can't you do this job without it. Like, cuz I when he pulled me over, I'm I'm ready to go like nigga, I'm on 10. Even though I was wrong, you know, driving was suspended and you know all of that shit. Like I'm on ten because nigga, I'm on my lunch break. Why the fuck are you pulling me over? And even when I got out the car, I was still like a little, little Brussels. And he was like, "Look, I'm not trying to fight with you on the side of the road." He told, he's like, "You straight up, you bigger than me. I'm not trying to to tussle with you. He's I got to He's clearly a veteran officer. Yeah, he he's was with himself to be like, "Look." Yeah, and he was like, look, I'm going to put the cuffs on you. We're going to do this. Like, he detailed to me everything that was going on. Even though I knew I was about to get cuffed, I'm going to, you know, Plymouth Jail. But you providing instruction and you leading somebody. Yeah, it was. It was, was going to go down. And it and it brought me down to, because granted, it was a inconvenience for me, but, like, he just didn't make it a fucking inconvenience. It's like, look, we're going to do this. We're going to go here and... This is going to be what happened when you get there. So, look, this is my biggest fear um, when I get pulled over by the police officer. Um, and, like, I literally have anxiety every time I see a police officer behind me. Like, the stomach drops the whole nine yards. I do, too. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you're not in your car, you just, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've seen videos like, hey, I'm an officer. Da, da. We, we don't care, nigga. Get out the car. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom to the top of the head. Red zone. Red zone. <laughs> <laughs> like, Watch shit. Watch it. <laughs> He like, nigga, you're not about to go for the yellow. <laughs> nigga, that's a red zone. Like the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But my issue is that uh, I'm familiar with laws that impact me. I don't talk to the police. So when they come to the to the door, is a uh, either it's license registration, you can get that information. Uh, where you headed? I don't answer questions. Tell them about the window. Uh, <laughs> oh, road. <laughs> so like... But I try not to be an asshole with it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? For uh, hope you're having a good shift. Uh, but for my protection and yours, I don't answer questions. Um, I don't like, and I, I, I literally do have Step the right. Step out of the car, Mister Johnson. <laughs> what? We'd have had these conversations. It's, it's, cer- it's, it's oh. certain ways you could get somebody to answer <laughs> or, questions, or it'd be like, hey, just hold tight, buddy, and you see that second car pull up. Right. I'm okay. So the, the 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 reason I have anxiety for that is because I carry. You know what I'm saying? So they already know you care when you pull up, and then like I don't. No, they have, don't. Well, what do you mean? I've been pulled. I, well, I've been pulled over, and they were like, "I see you a CCW. Do you have the firearm on you?" So they police officers have told me. Oh, they they probably could have ran you beforehand. I don't. I don't think I've ever been pulled over without them running me first. So so I, I gotta assume your vehicle is registered to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's a that's a different story. I know me. I don't do all that computer stuff. When I see the violation that I see, I'm pulling you over. So I come to your window. I don't know who's in that car. I don't know what your record is. Side I note. don't know nothing. Y'all niggas walk around, drive around with a whole fucking laptop in your car, and I can't text and drive. Why you think your multitasking skills are better than mine? Okay, let me. 
I've, I've, I've heard you mention this before. Because <laughs> Niggas I, be typing with two hands. <laughs> they got a 15-inch laptop <laughs> shining on me and shit. Like, oh, you got your phone in your hand, sir. <laughs> what, nigga? <laughs> I, I personally do not do it. Oh, okay. We'll say this. When I work for the Detroit Police Department, we work in twos yeah. all the time. My current department, you work by yourself. So, again, that's why I say when I come up to you, I don't know what's what. When I was with Detroit, your jump man, a person in the passenger seat, did all that work. Mm-hmm. Person is driving, they just drive it. Mm. You got an activity log, all that stuff, jump man does that. I don't I don't know how people do it. I don't know. So, y'all I, just joyriding all day? You so get, you get a call. You you get calls of service. Think, um, you 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 go in. You talk to people. Again, you okay? I'm from the east side. I worked on the west side, so I didn't know those people. It's a different country. It is. I I worked at the tenth precinct. That's Livernois, Dexter, Elmhurst, oh, yeah. Davidson, oh, yeah. that whole area. Yeah, I'm familiar with that area. Yeah. So for me, it was nothing to go inside the liquor store, the mechanic shops, and and talk to these people and get to know them. Yeah. So that was my initiative. So, so I, hold on, you just pull up and like, hey, how you how you doing? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, pig. <laughs> Take that bacon with you. But your I don't think the, I don't think the relationship should be that way though. No, nah, no. Nah, you know I'm, what I'm saying? A lot a lot of Like, but what do you want? You know what I'm saying? Well <laughs> like if I if I'm at my place of business, nigga, if a police officer come up in here right the fuck now, like what do you want? Why are you here? You trying to book a session? Get the fuck on. Hit the door. I mean, well, definitely you can't come to my place of business. I when I had to to stop the police at the at the at the threshold, I didn't think it was gonna work. I thought they was coming in anyway, but they they stopped. It was the U.S. Marshals, by the way. I but stopped the police at my they like. No, they came to my my uh my old apartment. Like the police have stopped in my house before, and I'm literally like, what? Like, how the fuck can I help you? They came there to say hi. No, no, they they came there looking for something, but like y'all can't come in. Like I got a deadbolt on this for somebody, but yeah, I got a deadbolt on this bitch. What the fuck do you want? And shit, but but in any in any event, like I don't answer questions, and um, I don't want to answer questions. I got the right to remain silent, or whatever. But with some people, like they take that as like a personal slight, like. But I, I mean, what do you want? I want to hickle my drive some relationship registration. Like I'm not about to help you in your investigation to find out. It's just, I'm not, I don't want to talk. I mean, if, if I pulled you over for speeding on a question, I'm going to ask, where are you going at? Where are you going? Where do you have to be that you're going so fast? It ain't your business. I don't answer questions. Okay. You, you don't, you don't, you don't have to answer questions. <laughs> yeah. Good <but> job, pig. <laughs> I'm not going that, that way. No, but I'm not, no, 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 I, get, no I, don't, I understand what you're at saying. At the end of the day, I I, I want to make it home. So I'm not, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know that I'm always going to make it home. So I don't try to be an asshole. So I be go on my way like, hey, really, for my protection, your, my safety, I don't answer questions. But I guess it depends on the officer that you come across. Because yeah. sometimes that that's actually helpful. I'm, but here, I'm talking about me. And anytime you come across me, your initial approach... Your, your interaction with me is always going to be pleasant. So only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm asking you, like, where are you going so fast? Like, you know, my, my in my mind, I'm thinking, okay. If I give you a good enough answer, you're not going to give me this ticket? Maybe, maybe not. Because, okay. so look, <laughs> so check this out. Uh, I got a hot one on the floor. She hot and ready. <laughs> where you going? Oh, where, I, you, where are you going speaking to? And then I tell you, I've just admitted to speeding. What if you ain't even clocked that shit in your little radar gun? Now I've literally admitted to speeding 
and now I can't. I mean, I can't unsay it because what you say in, <laughs> what you say and do is can't be used against you. So I'm not about to admit to, that I was speeding because. Well, I'll, I'll say this: uh, speeding is one of my things. Yeah. So I've already clocked you. I already know. I just want to know where you're going. And what? you can either answer or you can't. But you know what? It, it it amazes me when I hear that because we all get them tickets or if y'all don't get them tickets, y'all got a lot of questions too. Because you want to know why I pulled you over. I'm going to say for speeding. But at the same time, I'm asking you why you speeding, but you don't even want to tell me why you speeding. Because mm-hmm. right, only, okay. oppor- only one of us got a only one of us got a only only one of us uh, is. <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to court. I'd be honest. on this side. No, <laughs> we both going to court. I mean, on, on this side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because back in the day, Detroit officers didn't show up for court. Like now, y'all, I go to court on everything. Now y'all always it don't be fucking there. matter because yeah, you get written up for that. You get written up for that. I'm going to court. On it, every there's a way thing. to adjudicate that ticket. If you if I wanted to cut you a break, I could do that while I'm in the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, I've had and that a lot happen. Of, and a lot of times, people they that back in the day, and this was long before I even got on the department. They used to do that. Oh, just don't show up. No, yeah, because you have to. Up. You have to sign in. Actually, I'm probably gonna reschedule a couple of days before. Because <laughs> I know, throw them off. Because I know you you scheduling all, all your tickets all your, uh, on Tuesday. You have to come back because I'm rescheduling. <laughs> you got what? You got the 14, 14 business days. Yeah, I'm saying after you giving my court date, say the court date is on the twenty seventh. On the twenty second, I'm calling and rescheduling. Wait gotta, a minute! If the court date's on the twenty second, you gonna call twenty seventh? Twenty seventh? Yeah, on the twenty second, I'm calling in, and I'm rescheduling. Because it's a certain amount of time frame that you can reschedule. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like three days or something, and if anything on there, like sorry, fam, your court date's set. Uh, but I'm rescheduling. I'm I'm scheduling the court date, and I'm rescheduling every time, no matter what. Why? Because on the Throw your shit off on the reschedule. <laughs> I would say a good forty percent of the time on the reschedule, the cop never show up and it's thrown out. They can reissue the ticket though. Forty percent of the time, they don't show up and they throw it. Well, out. I'm just saying for they, me, but at the, that doesn't mean that they just don't show up just not to show up. It could have been the court. The court hadn't sent because we get a, the, that same subpoena y'all get. Yeah, we get that too. So we have to show up on this day and this time. And if it I'm on your, vacation, your I birthday. still have to call in even if I'm on vacation. Hopefully they just I'll gonna... rescheduled on your kid's birthday, <laughs> on, on a fucking holiday, your, your anniversary, whatever. That's why I don't work every time. But, no, but I'm rescheduling. When you talk about like the officer coming up to your car, like the last time I got pulled over, I wasn't like always, I'm in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it was two state troopers that pulled me over. Now I don't know how differently they shit work. Because I tried to elude them and jump on the freeway and I seen these niggas jump over they four lanes. Yeah, I seen these niggas <laughs> jump over four lanes. So I knew once they got behind me, I said, I, I started calling Nick, started calling and texting niggas because I'm going to jail tonight. They pulled me over. I'm in the middle of the, like, the middle of the hood because I'm on some bullshit. I was buying some weed. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I, w- I was buying some weed. And I'm like, fuck, these niggas can follow me from the spot. Should have called Hash Cab. <laughs> yeah, this is before Hashcap. I'm, you know, I buy good old street weed. Shameless plug for them, for them niggas. Yeah, shout out to I them. Though. Them. But, uh, pulled me over. And I told the nigga as soon as he pulled me over, he was like, license, registration. I'm like, look, man, I ain't got shit. I ain't got no license. I ain't got no registration. I ain't got no proof of insurance. You don't make good decisions. And nigga, man. right now, I'm riding around with no ID. Like, why would you, like, in real life? You got no Cause I ran out to grab pizza and weed. That was, I'm going to go to these two spots, and then I'm going to hit right back on the lodge and be back home. 
I'm gonna stop at Buddy's and I'm gonna get me an eighth no, and I'm going back home. No you had ID, but you just left it at the crib. Yeah, I just walked out the nigga. I had fifteen hundred just cash on me. You just don't make good decisions. No, nah, I probably wasn't. No, I was no. irresponsible. Yeah, it, whatever, whatever. It's not whatever, nigga. <laughs> whatever, like, whatever. Like if you, you gonna, it costing you money because my thing is if you're gonna take me in, you're gonna take me in. Like let's just let's just get it over with. What I'm saying is like so I'm like don't inconvenience me. Don't get don't fuck with my time. You know what I'm saying? I can't get that shit back. And if I'd have fucked up, like, damn, I didn't end up costing myself more money, more time, more resources. Like, but, but this is the thing. When he flicked me and pulled me over in the gas station, I'm like, look, I ain't got A, B, C, and D. Like, nigga, and I got an A in the fucking glove box. And I just told the nigga all the shit straight up off jump. I know he was like, no, no, he was like, look, I'm going to run you. Sh-. They still cuffed me, pulled me out the car, had me sitting on the hood. It's the middle of the winter. So it's snowing. Snowing all down stupid. And he was like, look, if you ain't got nothing crazy, he said, like, and I told him I got a warrant. He was like, look, if you ain't got no warrant for, like, no gun and no shit, I'm not dealing with it tonight. He ran all my shit. It came back. I thought he was at least going to impound my car because I'm still riding around with that paper plate. <laughs> and I'm asking, like, where are you going to take my car to? He's like, I'm not. I said, so where the fuck? You taking me to Dickerson? Because it's right up the street. He was like. Nope, ain't doing that shit neither. He was like, just get off the fucking street, Mr. Bradley. Like, go wherever you're going and get off the street. And how's it? So. Um, That's when the truth worked for me. I don't do the whole. Like, so if I adopted this, like, I got a, I got a DUI, like, I don't know, about eight years ago. Do we? About eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's a bad time in my life. But if I knew what I knew now, I probably would not have gotten a DUI. Mm-hmm. I probably I'm glad I did because it made me like switch my shit around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like when you get pulled over, it's where you going? You know, I've, you know what I'm saying? How many drinks have you had tonight? And then niggas be like, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna send a low number because <laughs> it's gonna seem like I haven't like had a lot. But see, if I saw you swerving, and this is just my brain and my so if I saw you swerving, whatever, I don't know that you've been driving drunk. I know that you swerved. Mm-hmm. There's anything that you could have, you could have got a cramp, you could have been asleep, you could have been texting been and driving mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and the reason I don't say anything to the police is because I incriminated myself. So now that I see somebody swerve and then you tell me that you're drinking, now I got a probable cause to probably think that you've been, you've been drinking and driving. You've been drinking and I seen the swerve. Now I step outside of the car, sir. We he, need to. He probably <laughs> smelled it. No, I mean, he could have. I, I mean, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna take a good guess and say you're not an alcoholic. I'm not. And how many drinks did you have tonight? Do you even remember? Uh, it was quite a few. What's this on my birthday? This so, was your birthday. This was your fault. This was your fault. Okay, so okay, yeah. the probable cause to initiate the stop was a swerve. Yeah. By the time you rolled down that window, your eyes are glassy, glossy. I was woke in the motherfucker when the, uh, it, <laughs> you think, you, you think hey, you won't. Yeah, yeah, so, like, hey, listen. Like, you think was, you together, but right. you like, oh, <laughs> shit. I don't smell like weed, but, uh, weed. long story short, like, I don't talk. Looking stupid as fuck. <laughs> I don't talk, but sometimes that, that goes like horribly wrong for, not for me, but that shit I've seen, like, that shit goes horribly wrong, but like, like, I don't have to. And then some, officers be like angry but like fam you know i don't actually have to right like the first thing you tell me is i got the right to remain silent that's the very first one no. 
When you used to read somebody their rights, ain't that the first one? I don't read. You don't read somebody their rights when. Um, I ain't never I'm not had saying, my rights read to me. That's that's no, no, what no, no, no. the oh. invest. Hold on. That's that's one of those TV things that people get confused. When you talk to the detective, they read you your rights. I don't read you your rights. I don't have to read you your rights when I arrest you. I've already got my reasonable suspicion, probable cause, all that's there. You've committed this crime, whether it's civil or criminal. You're going to jail. If you're good to me, I'll let you get this phone call now versus when you get to the detention center and you got a call collect. You sure you ain't got to read nobody in that race? I've never had my <laughs> I've never had my rights read to me on the side of the road. Not ever. No, you don't. You may have a case. Uh but what I'm saying is the reason I brought that up is not to say that you you have to. What I'm saying is you know that the first one that they say is you have the right to remain silent. You know I don't have to talk. But sometimes people get so angry that you're not like, fam, I don't have to. But it really depends on the question they ask. You do have to answer. I can give you my ID. Like, what's your name? Through the crack of the window. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing the They're breaking that glass. Man, your you ass going to jail. Your <laughs> ass going to jail, nigga. But like in real life, like I'm not breaking. Like, look, here, here go my shit. There you go. But all this is stemming from the DUI? Because you, you no, feel like you no. told on yourself? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm glad that shit happened in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like that needed to happen. Like, okay, I mean, I'm not gonna be in the red zone if you don't want to answer no questions. That's just kind of irritating. I mean, I, I, I know it's, I've, it's I've, I've, I've had somebody do the slid it down, and mm-hmm. but they had tinted windows. They had to roll them down. Yeah, I'm like it's gonna be a problem. Which I, is why I, I don't have tinted I windows. I can't see what's going. You know, and if you do, you got to show me that doctor's no. Or you can apply to get it from the state of Michigan to to get an actual get it actually on your license. So hey, when I, when I got you, the doctor's no shit, I have it because I have rosacea, so the sun bothers me. But the state of Michigan denied me that certification on my driver's license because it doesn't hinder my driving. It just makes it uncomfortable when the sun is beaming in. However, if I have that doctor's note with me, I can present it every time. And I've had to because I got put over by a state trooper for my tent. Oh, your I should tent. too because I just got these new glasses today. But I all my glasses got the transition shit in there because like I don't I don't like that shit. Dog. Keep my shit dark when it's outside. I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the list. I'm gonna get the joint. But I don't want I don't like to be pulled over though. I haven't been pulled over for my tent ever. Man, I used to have some tent so fucking dark. Dog. No, my shit darker than the last car. Nigga, my no. shit was limo dark tent? in the daytime. That's the darkest one. That's limo tent is the darkest my one. My shit was dark in the daytime. You had to, I had to, you had to adjust <laughs> to drive it. They used to get in here like, nigga, can you see out of here? Like, hey, nigga, I can see. Yeah, that's what I have on mine. You know, the, the one thing that, you know, we all got our separate stories, but like now that my oldest is getting ready to drive, you know, and I know he's going to have interactions with the police and then just trying to prepare him for the right thing, you know, in order that my baby make it back home. You know, what? you know, as a young driver or just as a driver, period, what's the best advice you can give to make sure that my, my, my young and make it back home at night? First and foremost, have a, have all your paper legit. Just just don't ride dirty. But it's sad to say that depends on the officer that you come in contact with. Facts. That that can make it tough for you. Again, this is me, and I know plenty of us that are just as, you know, uh, empathetic. And, you know, you good. I, I done came across some first-time drivers. 
one one did have an accident and she shouldn't have been out because now they got them graduated license and they talk something about, you know, 930. First of all, you was out after the time you didn't have a parent with you. So, you know, I, I had to do the accident report. I had to give her that ticket, but I also had to call a parent. I didn't impound the car. So it's no real speech I can give you in terms of driving just, the city. Do, for the most part, you got a pretty good job of making it home if you driving in for the most part. If you're driving in the city of Detroit, if you're in the suburbs, you're on your That's own. That's not all. I mean. For the most part. Oh. I feel like a certain way, like when a, lo- when a city cop pulls I've been, over. I been, I've definitely got the more breaks. What's wrong than, with you? I've definitely got more breaks than cops in the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas a road, been speeding, a nigga pull up on the side of me and look at me like, like, man, I'm, I'm, all right, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I, mean, I got uh, it. Now, now I'm literally on my shit. Cause like, all right, nigga gave me a pass. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I that's sometimes that's all you need. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely got more, got more breaks, breaks in the city. the city. Out of the city. I got more breaks out of the city. But, okay, really? what we, so all your papers, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's probably what it was. Okay, this young man was just speeding all his papers. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a break. That's, that's, so that's the secret. I just need to be no, legit. No, that's not. No, I'm not even about to put that out there because. No, no nigga. Yes, you need to be legit. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, you do need to be legit. I'm just saying that that may not get you a pass every time, but we can understand, especially you got the city with the highest insurance rates um, in the country. And you got, you know, they just recently got rid of those driver responsibility fees. But that, oh that took people back. A lot for a long time. Like it, it, it was, it was difficult. People couldn't even catch up. So when I see somebody in that situation, I'm like, dang. Like okay, people all right, pay, Mr. People Bradley. Paying like over a third. I'm reading the article. People paying like over a third of their income in car insurance right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's a cycle, and like sixty percent of the city don't have car insurance. Like it costs too fucking much. Hell yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it literally cost. Like it would be broke. It would be in poverty. And the whole article was about the city of Detroit. Uh, car insurance is literally keeping people in poverty in the city, and they broke it down like it. It, it costs weight. It's the most expensive. So like New York, who all also has high insurance, right? Nigga, they not stealing cars. Like ain't nothing about the insurance company cost means nothing about the insurance company and what they would pay is different from New York to the for for Michigan. Well, Michigan is a no-fault state, and that's one of the reasons why our rates are high, period, in the state of Michigan. Um, I So I th- I used to, I hear that all the time, and I thought that all the time. And then somebody broke down um, something for me, and they basically was like, if we get rid of no-fault, then we'll go back down to, like, a regular insurance rate. And they broke down. I wish I, I think I, I got to find where that article was at. And basically it was like, that's like an excuse to get rid of no-fault. Because no fault is exactly beneficial, and mm-hmm. they broke down why it was beneficial to this area specifically, yeah. and it and it does not give them a pass to charge yeah. us x amount of hundred percent over the next highest. Like mm-hmm. we are literally the highest in the country. Yeah, yeah. But even if you compare New York, I mean, New York has a great mass transit. Yeah, system. I was gonna say that too. And yeah. we don't. You know, I mean, you but that don't mean that car insurance should be higher. No, nah. well, even but, though it is, but they have an alternative. But like, but cars get stolen a lot in New York City. But who's driving that much? And probably the people in in the city or that's driving in probably live in Jersey. They coming in for work and they going back home. Yeah, or one of the boroughs and shit. Like it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. So with all that mass transit, you still got a ton of cars. Well, they got a ton of people. Yeah. So the city of Detroit no longer is at that that 
that number. So well, listen, I can't speak to. I mean, it don't fall just to add. I mean, I don't know why they this shit so high, but I just I know a lot of cards come up. This, you know, what I'm saying a lot of a lot of fraud is done from a yeah because they can't collision, afford this shit collision shop perspective. You know, there's a lot of insurance fraud because nobody wants to use their address. Yeah, you know and saying? one of the so, things it was a recent article because you know all all of Midtown got these trillion dollar condos. You got people, and I pulled over some of these people, and I'm looking at an address in Bingham Farms, and I ask them, where you go? Where you coming from? They'll tell me. I'm going to answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my apartment right here on 2nd and West Alex. Because that'll be his driver's license. That, that like, okay. But they got the money to buy up all these properties, but they still got their house in Bingham Farms, so they're not getting this insurance rate, which in turn, the city isn't benefiting from that tax from, from because you're not a city resident. And like how how you hear in the movies, I pay your taxes. Yeah, you do. For c- city employees, not just city cops, city EMS, the, the the librarians, all those. So if you got people buying up property, but they don't change their address, you no longer have that tax base. So you can't even hire more police officers or even more city employees. And when you do, you can't offer them those benefits. Because like I said before, that lifetime pension is gone. After that city bankruptcy. yeah. yeah. Gone. That's when I left the department. My father is a uh, you know worked for the he retired from the city Detroit Water Department. You know what I'm saying? So they that, that shit literally impacted him. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, about this pension just being gone, you know how many like OGs don't even know about that? I'm talking to a cousin of mine's husband. I'm like, yeah, man, ain't no pension no more. He's like, seriously? Man, fuck. Man, I don't get no pension. I mean, it's hard to find a job nowadays. Yeah. We can do 20 and out, 25 they and think out. You like, still getting pictures. They like, yeah, y'all good. That nigga ain't good. That's mm-hmm. an antiquated way of looking at life. <laughs> you Damn. better make sure that 401k straight. You about to yeah. retire, you got yours. You ain't thinking much. All right, nah. man. So let's, let's go ahead and get down to brass tacks. Okay. This is my, this is my issue with the, uh, with police officers, black police officers specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we see, Tons of videos, tons of incidents where we got officers like beating the shit out of people while they cuffed up, just fucking people up, right? Um, and we always hear like, well, you know what I'm saying? These are individuals. It's good officers and everything like that. Like I rarely, if ever, ever see like the police officers distance themselves from people who be fucking shit up. Like I will never hear. Or see all the good officers band together and be like, look, we don't support that shit. Like, that nigga was fooling. Or, not that nigga, but, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see that across. Like, I've seen it one time. Like, it was some cats that got together, like, in New York City Mm -hmm. about a year, a year and a half or so ago. But, like, that was the first time I ever seen it. So, we always reference, like, oh, these good cops, these good cops. Like, are niggas really scared of the the, the bad ones? Is it really that bad? Or is it, like, where are the... The good cops, when that fucked up shit happens, where are they at to say anything? They're afraid to to come out and say it publicly because of the backlash. And that's from the department, from the department heads. Now, are you referring to the crime and punishment on Hulu? That the new the NYPD twelve the twelve officers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, did, did you watch the documentary? Uh uh-uh. I told you to watch it. I haven't watched it. Watch yet. it. Um, because the department itself, they came after them. Okay. Then on top of that, when you, when you watch the documentary, 
you you'll see that other officers was like, okay, if we they if we come forward with this, what's gonna happen? Like I don't want to say my name and I don't want to put it out there until I can get some sort of guarantee, but you can't. So these twelve officers, they band together, they caught it bad. The NYPD twelve, they caught it bad. So they're there, but people don't say it out loud. So listen, if the police is scared of the police, the public is fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you expect from the public? Like, that's why there's a distrust because y'all don't even trust y'all. Yeah. So how can I fucking trust y'all? I can speak for myself and I can speak for those that I personally know. And I can say that we're there. You can trust us. Y'all got guns too, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like if I say something, what you going to do to me? You want to fight me? You want to shoot me? Like I got a gun too. So, like, are literally y'all going to come after me? Y'all going to try to kill me? Like, because ultimately, that ultimately has to be the thing that you're scared of. Like, X amount of people in the force is going to get together. I'm going to go on a call and. Well, no. Cause some some people, they, and you've seen it. Um, you I'm sure you've heard about it on the news where they felt like that they were being harassed by the police. S- some of those officers, bad ones. They'll they'll find a way to bother you and harass you, but that's that's who they are. I'm talking As about a, other police officers. What do you mean? So if other police officers come out and be like, "Look, oh, or harass other police officers." Yeah, like listen, man. Like any any cop. Like so, there was a video I sent you. Uh, it was a suspect. It's a kid. Um, I don't know what he did, but the police was chasing him, and he took him on a long ass chase. Oh, the, the car chase where they roughed him up. Yeah, as soon as the car. Got, as soon as the car crashed, they literally snatched him out of the car crash and just started beating the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, one dude just came through, boom, 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 beating the fuck out of him. I'm like, I'm I'm pretty sure y'all angry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, he may even ran over a cop or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't. I, I, well, that's probably why he got his ass. Well, it's so many different videos. I don't know which. It's, it, that still shouldn't be the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be, but. Shit I mean, happens. well, no, it, it can't. It can't be shit happens because you did something to my homeboy, and I'm mad about it. So I came to your house and I fucked you up, and that's why the police after me. Yeah. So if something happens to the police officer, homeboy, while you trying to get me and you come fuck me up, how you gonna arrest me for doing the same shit you're doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? If that's the case, I'm not saying that it may. Like, I, I'm not trying to make. Light of it, like I don't, no. I don't know why. No, like, if y'all the niggas, who's, if you the, if you are the the branch that's supposed to police the rules, you can't do the same shit because mm-hmm. then you not needed. Or, you know, what I'm saying the whole stop snitching and you know, what I'm saying we trying to solve this case, but we can't solve it because the community is not speaking up. Okay, every time a police brutality situation or. Like, this not the first time that he didn't fuck somebody up. Like, y'all see that shit, but there's a blue wall of silence. Like, mm-hmm. y'all got the exact same shit. So how do you come out and be like, y'all shouldn't be, y'all need to stop the snob snitching shit. Well, we'll get rid of the blue wall. It's the same shit. Yeah. To me. So, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know how to, um, so how would you think, how do you think relations between, in, between the public and the police are right now oh it's terrible there's absolutely no trust 
specifically and, and, and specifically with white officers and for us as black officers we get it because see now we're protecting them we're just one of them you 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 just a uncle tom this and that and it's like come on you have no idea what i go through every day like i even now like i say you're a black woman officer i'm a and and we prop black women officers probably have it the worst i can imagine i mean you're, I mean, you're a double minority so when i'm at work i say things i you know when i and and also have to realize okay so if I was to come up to a scene, depending on who the officer is, I'm probably questioning why you hitting this person in the first place, because I know who you really are. And I have said some things. I have been in a situation where I was physically hurt and they didn't help me. It wasn't detrimental, but it could have went left. Yeah, I've complained about it and nothing has happened about it. So, I mean, I'm assuming that's what people are worried about if they speak up is that you might be at a, a call and when you suppose or your backup supposed to come oh that's Hollis mm-hmm. turn my mouth she right. yep it has happened to me and the best of them so uh, I got smoke for your ass when we get back to the office Shit. I mean at the end <laughs> of the day I mean not even to be like I got a gun too we gonna, we gonna I'm gonna come see you like you, you trying to kill me, nigga? Don't let me get killed. Like, Shit. like, like in real life, that's what that's what that's what you trying to do. Because like we can we can we can get to it right now if, if that's well the they case. won't do that because they cowards. So they gonna mess around with your life when you dealing with other people on the street. We'll fuck with you too, then. I'm gonna be part. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. <sighs> it's just a vicious I to, cycle. I used to want to be a police officer when I was a kid. I think it was 21 Jump Street. I wanted to be one of them niggas. Mm-hmm. That shit was hot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, think I seen a nigga with one of a little, a little, uh, he did, did like this and the gun came out of his arm and shit. I was like, I want to be one of them 21 Jump Street niggas. That shit was dope on TV. Like I was going to be like, I want to forget like the regular police officer with them corny hats and shit. No. <laughs> I wanted to be like but you, jump but you gotta wear the corny hat for a little bit. Fuck that shit, nigga. I'm going directly undercover. <laughs> <laughs> not even like not fuck undercover. I'm just being the twenty one jump street. Yeah, no I, I, I don't know how old I was when that shit was out, but nigga, I'm like, nigga, this shit look like, dope. Yeah. Young enough to think some stupid shit like that. <laughs> nigga, that shit was dope. Like nigga. Very rare does that happen, but it happens when you come from the academy, you get sent to uh what they call a bureau. And they just tell you what you're gonna do. Yeah, which is not to me. I don't. I don't like that. And most uh, officers, especially patrol officers, tell you that the best way for you to even learn how to do these things is to be on the street and and do your regular patrol. Mm-hmm. Get to know the neighborhood. Like I said, you may come into the shop and say what's up. They may kick you out, but you know, hey, keep moving. I personally think you need to live inside of the city that you patrol. Yes, sure. they I don't got, think you should be able to be a Detroit police officer if you don't live in the city. Of Detroit. They they lifted residency long before my time. I think Dennis, it was like Archer. Yeah, time. but I, but I, I remember growing up, and there was like a police officer that lived up the street. Mm-hmm. Like we we knew him. We saw him walking a dog at the grocery store. Like, um, and I think that shit that presence helps. So yeah. I said this on the podcast before, but like, this is my. My plan whenever I when I run for local office in the city of Detroit. Um, I think I want to institute it back. Or if you want to be a police officer in the city of Detroit, you need to live in the city. 
I probably can't retroact that, retroactive that. Mm-hmm. So, if, but you got eighteen months to move back. Well, no, I won't even say that. But everybody knew who going to come in. He's lived there. Get with Dan Gilbert because he's clearly a part of the city. Um, and offer the true mayor to say no interest loans for houses. Um, for police officers, fire departments, and EMS workers. You know there was a there was a program like that. Uh, what two of my academy classmates? It wasn't no interest, but um, yeah, you 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 bought. Matter of fact, she was on the news. I don't want to say her name, but this this was a long. I've been I've been doing this for ten years. This was a long time ago when when she did that, and she she bought a house in the city, and it was through a program. I don't know what ended up happening that it didn't work out. But again, that that's that's on your city officials. Yeah, you know, you know they still they steal money from the city and all that Thanks. kind of stuff that that goes. So that program didn't quite work out well. But I do know two of my academy classmates. You know. No interest, lo- no interest loan uh, for police officers, firefighters, EMS workers. Also, teachers. What about school teachers? Uh, we not worry about the school teachers for right now. In this conversation, okay, okay. not not we worry because gotcha. I do worry about them. Gotcha. No, no, um, gotcha. But in this conversation, for those three of the city services, other than that, um, for items, so home care, your home is a major expense, food is a major expense, and more than likely, child care is a major expense. So probably like the three major expenses. Mm-hmm. If you pay, if you use, if you per- food purchase in the city uh, for different restaurants. Um, clothing, anything you purchase in the city, there should be an extra discount for police officers, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, a discount rate on home, on child care inside of the city, whatever. You get like a stipend or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think that police officers get paid enough. Mm-hmm. Cause like you don't pay enough for me to risk my life. But if you give me a discount at home and you take care of my child care, I can eat and I can get my clothes and things. Now I'll make it a more lucrative opportunity mm-hmm. for me, right? Mm-hmm. Also, that means if you want to be a police officer, you're going to be living here. You're going to be increasing increasing my tax base. Um, in order for me to get these benefits, I got to pay for this stuff in the city, which means money is circulating through mm-hmm. the city. You're like, it's just a whole little process that we can actually get. And I think that will like solve a bunch of our problems. So now if you got somebody who's 18 years old in the city of Detroit, you have a very slim chance of you actually going to college. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be entering the percentage-wise, it's a smaller percentage. You're probably going to be entering the workforce. So now I can enter the police officer workforce. So my, I don't know, 30, do they make their, I don't know. The the rumor is $30,000 starting off, um, and but you got all these discounts and homes and boom, boom, boom. It makes that, it worth it. So it balances out. Yeah. yeah, that balances out. Like, I don't know why that can't be done, but that's going to be my platform whenever. Zero percent interest is difficult. Well, mm-hmm. It's not difficult. Yeah. Um, um, well, that's the bank that, that comes up with that. Ain't Dan no bank. Gilbert, you doing all this motherfucking shit in the city. You got all these different deals where Even you probably not paying no taxes. His employees and, aren't getting zero percent. That I, what I think they should get a zero percent loan because what they do they'll give you like uh like if you work for one of them they'll give you twenty thousand dollars towards your home if you finance it through them whatever and say, fuck keep the twenty thousand just give me a zero percent interest I'll buy I bought this home I'll pay for this home but I'm not giving you no extra money I think student loans should be zero percent interest you know what I'm saying but that's something totally different but so I've got a question though yeah um you talk about turn it yeah like this yeah. Um, 
are there a lot of people in the city kicking down the door to be cops? Because I mean, you talk about having um, more people in the city be required to be cops, but I mean, from the looks of it, no, they're not a lot of city residents. Um, and and the reason being is because all the stuff that happened after the bankruptcy. Hmm. I mean. Prior to the bankruptcy, my my medical benefits and my pay was was good. Mm-hmm. I ain't had a problem. That that bankruptcy literally wiped the city out, and it started with your police department. So you don't, the, huh, I was going to ask you, don't work in the city anymore? No. Okay. I, I work for a university that's in the city, so I'm still I'm I'm commissioned by the city, and I'm still licensed by the state. Okay. So Somebody, I, I do the, all the same things I did before. Is someone else is paying me. Yeah. No, because I know we make the point about, I mean, obviously having cops that are from the neighborhood, but I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, if we eliminate, if we don't choose those people who don't live in the neighborhoods, who going to be the cops? You know, if you ain't got people in the city knocking down the door to, to do the job. But how many of them actually qualify also? But they run your license. Oh, shit. They do. They, I mean, they, and I mean, that's that's just the first part when you even put in the application. Once you're in the thick of it, they do a full FBI background check. They find your student loans. They find an old credit card of mine. They're like, what you going to do about this? I'm like, nothing. It's my business. I forgot that was I even there. Oh, yeah. Uh, once you give me a job, I'll pay it. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, yeah. But but I'm just saying they 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 go back. They. They want to ask. They want your last ten addresses. They want the local bodega sure. guys. Give me his number because you don't want to hear a couple of this. This street you live on. Okay, yeah, I, I want his number. Hmm. Like they, they it's deep. Yeah. Then you got the psychological background, which I be questioning. How does some of y'all pass? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, think about <laughs> some of the changes you were talking about, and I mean. You got it. Got to be changes within the city, like that. That alone. I mean, what are you offering them? Okay, cool. Are you gonna increase the quality? I mean, you go. Yeah, you offer childcare, but like, what's is it quality? You know, a lot of people leave the city because they can't get good education and, and good childcare. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you got to reverse, all, you gotta reverse all of the other stuff. But you know what? It's hard finding good childcare in the city, my nigga. It like, is. That shit's not it just is. a hop, skip, and a jump. Like that's just that's difficult big, as fuck. I think it. I, it would. I think it would be. A, Difficult to child to find good childcare in general, not just specifically in the city, because like whether you live in the city or not, you could be a shit person. It's you good. could not be v- good to. Ki- it's kill. just good to find it in general, mm-hmm. but the city is is not like it's ten star daycares out there that that you're looking for. Like a lot of people a, look. A, I just know because it's like uh, right on Six Mile. Like I leave every morning, and like it's this big ass childcare joint, and I see. I see them going there in the morning. When I get out of work, I see them people picking up the picking up their kids. I'm like, it's relatively low key. I mean, it's a big building, but it's relatively low key. But like, it's a lot of people that be dropping their kids off. So I assume that like y'all not in there fucking kids. Yeah, what are they doing? I mean, it, it could the kids and, and it could be good for the yeah. hours. It could be good for the rate. Like, it's a lot of shit that goes mm-hmm. into making good child care. Yeah, it all speaks to what quality of a parent. To be perfectly honest, I think if y'all. People probably find some child care in the suburbs and just think it's good. When you think about it, when you grew up in the city, did you see a lot of daycares? Yeah. A lot, of, I, I, at least not me. Grew Jer- up. Jer- grew Jer- up. Huh? When you were young? Yeah. 
On Joe Road and Rosemont? I on Joe Road and Piedmont? Like, yeah. It's the, the two biggest ones was in my, they was mean they was in my direct neighborhood. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Was soft. I mean, all I'm just <laughs> they still there though. They literally they still they still right and, there. And this is no knock to you. All I'm just saying is like have kids and then try to mm-hmm. search for childcare mm-hmm. and see how difficult that shit well, really I, well, is. All I'm saying that people I grew up in my neighborhood went there as children. You know what I'm saying? So like I they they y'all used to go there. And then they went to elementary in the neighborhood, boom, 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 like but so. What, the point I'm getting at is growing up in the city, you either had your siblings watch you or the yeah. neighborhoods was just that that well where you, you were close and oh. they, they watched you. Well, you got grandmas and aunties. Yeah. Them ain't yeah. around no more. Yeah. So, so you I, have to really rely on child care now versus how much you had to reply on it. Well, I mean, so like kindergarten, the head start, the, the actual, nice. not just like the place that you just take the kid. Well, I guess that is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they got the fucking, uh, the, 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 Big birds and shit point, painting on the fucking buildings and shit. Just because like Big like, Bird on the building don't mean <laughs> yeah. they ain't doing shit with the kids inside that bitch. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm referring to is like, so not like niggas, you paying your, you paying money to somebody's house and they watching your children. And so that's child care. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the facility where you actually, there's an actual building put together for, it is insert heads of joy or one, I think it was wonder, some heads of, some wonder, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's, that shit is yeah, a process. Yeah, you gotta go in that motherfucker. Yeah, that shit is a process, my nigga. They ain't on no bullshit. But yeah. like, so, what I guess what I'm saying is, like, off rip, we said that shit in the city, and y'all like wrote that shit off. Like, no, nah, you can't find it. I'm not saying that you can't find it. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's very, it's gonna be a challenge. Yeah. That's all. There's probably vast majority yeah. of people who decide to get their childcare out of the city probably went through some piece of shit. Uh, I situations hear st- that I, was in the city. I just hear they, horror stories about all type of shit and that that's not in the city. I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Out of the city is right either. But I you mean, just gotta, if they decided you to go gotta out find the right fit for, for your reason. family, for your child, and in your price point. Plain and simple. And yeah. what hours are they open? Because they got to work. Yeah. How early can I, how early y'all taking them? Five o'clock, six o'clock. I have them here. Because when I worked for Ford, they had. Um, that was actually, and it's, they still are. Ford Motor Company is one of the top 10, uh, mother friendly, uh, organizations where they have certain daycares that you do get a discount. So they, I mean, you have that support. You don't have that kind of support being a city employee. So you, you stuck with whatever it is you got. Yeah, I think that shit should be built into schools, actually. Yeah. Sure. It will help. Yeah. It will help. I mean, it's only logical. But I mean, when you run for city council, nigga, roll that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like in in real life, it's logical. Like just the the the, the time that school starts is not conducive to people working nine to fives. And it start too early. It it literally does. Like why does school time is the exact same? The school the school experience is the exact same it was a hundred years ago. Everything didn't change in life. (laughs) But the school experience, the, the amount of time you in school, your periods, the whole night, like all that shit is still the same. Why the fuck is you at school at seven o'clock in the morning? Nigga, my baby's in there seven thirty to two thirty. Like what time yeah. you got? And what time you got to be at work? Nine. That shit don't make sense. If he were gonna play, he got a problem. I mean, if shit, if I didn't have good family to to help out, I would have a, a, a like huge school problem. Right now, should be based upon the average work day. Mm-hmm. Like you, you your we kids work get, nine to five. They should go to school your, nine your, to five. Your kids getting out at three o'clock. Ain't nobody off work at three o'clock. <laughs> like 
No one's off at work at three o'clock. Nigga, you? all I can do is just nigga. I rely on their grandparents heavily. So just, like, mm-hmm. well, wait, well, maybe school need to be over at six p.m. Maybe you niggas need to stay longer. I don't fucking know, but like, ain't even nobody. If, even if you because one of our shifts is seven a.m. to three p.m., but I gotta fight traffic. I'm in traffic, and and with the construction, I'm there for at least you just a can't good turn, hour. You can't turn the party lights on and just slide through traffic. No, I'm saying when I'm, when I'm off at three, I got to oh. go home. I ain't got party lights in. Uh, is it true that you can't speed to give somebody a ticket for speeding? You can't speed to give somebody a ticket for speeding? Yeah. Like, if it's like not you can't a, catch up to me? Like well, if no, it's not I, I have. You can't, like, if unless it's a mer- I, From my understanding, and I don't know if it's true or not, in order for you, like, to, to speed and go past, like, it has to be an emergency situation. So if somebody's speeding, going 70, emergency situation where I can I also break the law and make it dangerous for other drivers well that's how that's why you learn how to drive and maneuver because like i'm assuming like you get a ticket because driving at 70 in a 55 mile an hour is dangerous so now there's two cars driving 70 because now you got to mm-hmm. ca- catch up to me like that seems counterproductive I how the hell else you gonna get this ticket but, but i that was that was my other i can see where you can you can get that point but at the same time me if it's looking like a no go, I'm not. I'm not gonna do all of that. But if if my radar go off and it's like bing seventy, okay, I know exactly what car I'm going for. I'm not gonna chase you for miles. You ain't. At least I hope you ain't killed nobody. And it's just a regular speeding ticket. But I don't know until I get there. So you are gonna give up? Well, I mean, is that how I can get out that ticket? Just keep no keep floating no. for about another five miles? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like you end up on crime in the deep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Black explorer with no plates. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. That's a bad. That's a bad. <laughs> don't do that, please. No, don't, don't, don't man. I just seen him the other day. Um, <laughs> when you was in your former role, not your current role now, mm-hmm. did you ever see uh, a situation where uh, an officer may have got a little aggressive? It may, or have you ever seen a situation where you may have been uncomfortable with the actions that were being taken? That's a better way. Yes. Like how? Like how does some, how do you how does someone reconcile that? You know what I'm saying? It's just like all right, I'm going to the crib, or like, like is there like a process? Is there easy? <laughs> is there like an anonymous process? Like how how does someone reconcile that? I mean, what well, at the end of the day they gonna find out because you were with that person if you make that complaint. Um, I, I've I've been in a situation, and they and that's that's what that's what they call you. Yeah. Well, I've, I've tried to talk to the officer. Um, depending on where it goes, I go to the higher ups. I I don't care about that kind of stuff because I then I gotta go home. Yeah. I love my life. I love my family. I gotta go home. You can call me what you want to call me. They called me a snitch for the longest because my boyfriend worked at Internal Affairs. <laughs> Nobody wanted to talk to me because they thought I was some kind of a mole. And he you was by default. You didn't even know it. Y'all pillow talking and shit. <laughs> letting all the seekers go. You know that goddamn Johnson? <laughs> I mean, pillow talking is inevitable. I'm pretty sure all officers do and they say what they say. But I mean, he didn't come knocking on your door the next day. Kind of, kind of situation. So people always kind of, you know, was kind of funny around me anyway, but I'm funny acting. I don't really talk to a lot of people. So that was another reason why they didn't really trust me. But then when I see some stuff, I'm like, what is y'all doing? Like, why are we doing this? I'm like, hold on. Like, I would do that right then and there. And and it puts me in a weird situation because 
you know, you're my brother and sister in blue and we're supposed to be together. But what I'm looking at is not right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are y'all doing? And then that's when I go to the supervisor. And then when ain't nothing done, I'm like, y'all full of it. Like, I ain't got time for this. So do you think the problem? I think the problem problem lies in supervision. Yes, partially. Like, that's what the issue is. Like, if you got, I'm pretty sure... But I mean, then you just looked at a snitch from a higher, from a higher scale. That's all. So we say, "Fuck it, let the police do what they want to do." Like that's 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 the question I be asking. Like, why aren't y'all doing something about but like, this? But like Jay, you've been in, you've been in a position of power before work. Do you police everything that your people do, or you just pick? Like for me as a supervisor, no, nah, I'm not gonna police but every fucking but, policy. But life and but, death is different. This this like this is life and death. Like niggas out here, you fucking people up. You shooting people, stabbing people. Well, not stabbing, mm-hmm. choking niggas out, or take like nigga. This is different than a, a fucking. A call center or, or, or doing some shit like, no, nigga, somebody life is impact. Somebody might fucking go to prison. And now they, and it's generate, like, nigga, that shit has had a generational effect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this not like a regular job. Like, this is some shit that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be here for a paycheck. Like, unless the pay is that fucking great. Like, this is some shit you're supposed to be doing because you actually have a passion for it. Now, I don't know if the, over, the overtime could be fucking great and maybe I'm missing out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I need to change profession. But like, this is not some shit that you're supposed to be just be doing, though. Like, no, I've, I've, um, and, and recently I've, I've had that happen. And specifically, his officer was trying to give verbal commands, but they wasn't coming across. Um, I was the veteran officer there. And I, I kind of peeped for one, this, this person was, was a foreigner. And I'm looking at the, the, the person, uh, that was driving and the, um, I'm, I'm looking at his body language and I'm realizing, okay, this guy may not speak good English. So I, I'm telling the officer, tell him this, tell him that. Like, I'm telling you what to say to him. So I said, okay, I'm going to go around this way on a car. You're going to go around it. He just was like, I'm just going to go tackle him. And he did. And I'm like, whoa, like that was so unnecessary. Had a conversation with the supervisor. Where did it go? Nowhere. But call me what you want. I'm not I, like I can't sit by and watch that right. because if it wasn't him, that could have been my brother. Who's a who's a real bad diabetic. What if he was having an episode and he couldn't talk fully and you and and. You know, he was trying to get his medication. Maybe he wasn't speeding. Maybe he was having an episode behind the wheel. These are the things that we learn in the academy. And yeah. quiet is kept. And I know Detroit has got a bad name with the officers with all the stuff that happened. But I appreciate the training in the background that I got with, with the Detroit Police Department. Because those guys and girls that trained me, they were from the city. And some of these officers... They go to a suburban academy. To me, they teach you the suburban way. Yeah. You can't come down to the Cass Corridor and police the way you would in Bloomfield Hill. So, again, if you don't, if you don't pay attention to what's in front of you, if you already had in your mind, I'm going to go tackle this person instead of looking at what you have or you real jittery and you got your hand on your gun, it is, it's not always a situation where you have to do that. Yeah. But, that's that's to the individual. That's not something you were trained in the academy. I don't even believe they were trained that in the suburban academy. You know what I really fucking hate 
is this whole ass tired ass narrative that every time a police officer go out there and do some racist fucked up or some violent shit they be like we need more training ain't no fucking training in the world gonna stop you from from hitting in the fucking red zone when you're not supposed to be hitting the fucking red zone you know you guys hitting the goddamn red zone how the fuck i'm gonna train you not to you know what man you should not be attacking little 12 year you should not be pulling up in four and four seconds later you shooting 12 year old kids in the chest you know what i'm saying like that should not happen well i got three questions Mm -hmm. or three three points one why the fuck does everything look like a gun to the police Okay, so, I mean, I can answer that question, but I got a little story. You got time for this? Absolutely. Okay, so this this lady is retired now. So she, she had a situation. She was talking to somebody. It was like on the, the service drive of the freeway. And she was saying something, and she wasn't sure if he had a gun. I just so happened to be right there. Now, she's talking on the radio, so I can't really chime in, so... Everybody else is coming hot. They don't know that I'm with her because I don't get a chance to key up. So I'm talking to the guy. We get there. He jumps down onto the freeway. So as soon as I get my chance at the radio, I'm letting everybody know. Yeah, he's waving what looks like an orange toy gun. Not guns coming colors. May not be a toy. So I'm like, this, that, this guy, he literally was on the freeway. Thank God all the cars stopped. It's about a year and a half, two years ago. Maybe. Why were, the lodge? were you there? I remember. I remember. Was that on the news? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the news being there. This could, this could be it. That was Jay Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it was. we remember this day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, the guy was. He was. He was a bit of a mental. Um. So, the good thing was, um, everything was recovered. It was not a gun. Nobody was shot. But not to toot my own horn, but, you know, I had the radio and I was giving instruction because this guy was on the freeway. So I'm telling cars, go here, block that, block that. He done ran up on the other side, but I'm on the other side. So now I got to go back. I got to get my car. I got to go around. So he had not the news. It was on the Instagram because niggas come out with their phones. I and that's what that's what is made to the news. Phone camera. I'll be looking for myself sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I was on that. Anyway, so we go and, and and we get it. The guy had a bag. Now, I mean, what we suspect is maybe he was using that to do one of these numbers to get people. You just never know. But I just, again, back to that training, back to, I mean, it's a situation where your adrenaline, adrenaline is going and you hyped up. But you, again, this is part of the training where you got to calm yourself down, relay this information. Don't be screaming on the radio. I've screamed before. Everybody does it at some point. But not everything that looks like a gun is a gun and, and vice versa. Do you, as a police officer, have a different set of laws that you have to follow? No. Y'all got the same laws. Oh, the the DUI is different. Ours is point a lower, 0.02. Oh. No, that that one when I was so hold on. If y'all get flicked for driving, y'all can be at a even not even illegally anyway. But look, that's wild. Um, so what I mean by that is, um, if a, if I come in contact with a police officer and I'm not under arrest, don't touch me. Like, wh- why can't you touch me? Because a regular person don't have the ability to just. To, 
Like, if I'm not under arrest, like, you're not putting me in cuffs or I'm not being detained, like, you shouldn't be able to touch me. Like, don't touch me. Because, like, a random person on the street, I can't come up to you and start touching you, moving you around, sitting. I, I can't do that. Like, so, unless you got, like, a different set of rules that you apply or, like, if I'm not being arrested, like, you shouldn't touch me. Or unless I'm being arrested or I'm being detained. Like, if it's one of those two situations, I'm pretty sure that y'all got some whatever. But, like, other than that, like, don't touch me. Like, I, I mean, like, are you out the car and I'm trying to touch you? Or? Could be. It could be, like, you come up on the scene and you pushing people to, you guys get over here. Like, any, like, dog, don't touch me. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're well, well, once I give you those verbal commands and you don't abide by them, that's a different story. Just like you can, you can film, but you can't be in the midst of it. So, or because uh, once, 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 once you're in the midst of it, you ain't a part of the situation. You just, you Jay Johnson, you just want to film the interaction. Yeah. I'm cool with that, but sir, you have to go over there. If you refuse to go over there, now, now you in the midst of this. Now, give me your name, give me your ID. See, because so, you, 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 you so disregarded what? my verbal commands by going over there. I got a situation over here. This ain't got nothing to do with you. You want to film? Film on that side. So, when do I got to listen to your verbal commands? When I tell them to you. Like based on like what law is that say I gotta listen to your verbal commands? Like is that like a courtesy or like am I legally bound to listen to your verbal like if are you telling me I if I'm being detained on being arrested, absolutely I understand I probably do. But if I'm not, like you can request me to do whatever the fuck you want to request me to do. Well it depends on the situation. I just gave you one where you're in the midst of Whatever I'm here, whatever this I was dispatched. She turned to. into officer mode. No, <laughs> I well, want I want this. To no, good. see, wherever I'm dispatched to, yeah. if you ain't got nothing to do with this, then you don't need to be over here because whatever this situation is, I have to calm it down. I have to give these people verbal commands. I have to figure out what's going on. Maybe somebody going to jail. Maybe somebody need medical attention. I don't need you in my mix. These are some of the trainings that we go through in the academy, mm-hmm. giving these verbal commands so we don't have to be physical. Right. If you ignore them or you choose to disregard, yeah. then I have the right to engage you. I don't have the right to go in the red zone or do anything. It's it's you're you're here, I can go here. You want to go here? I can go here. You know, that that's that's how it works. But if you if you're not in the midst of something and you just somewhere just even just sitting around, fine. You can stay, you can watch, you can do whatever you want to do, but don't come over here with us. How far is over here? Depends on the situation. Okay, we all at this table right now. You can be as far back as that door. Go stand up, Go stand by that door. You ain't got nothing to do with what's going on at this table. Go stand by that door. There, No, there's no law to say 200, 300 feet. No, there's nothing specific. Yeah. But, like, that's what, but because, I, I because that's again, what, for the safety of myself and others and mm, yourself, I'm telling you to go stand <laughs> over that door. So I think that's where, because oftentimes, um, now we need shit on tape. Like when you fucking people up, right? Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, well, not fortunately, like cops like, no, they can turn the camera off. Get back, get back, get back. Like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna stand right here. Y'all do y'all shit over there. Y'all, you a good seven feet away from me. I'm not fucking with your scene. And then no, you're gonna go over here and then you move me over here. Now, how, now you assaulting me because mm-hmm. now I'm not under arrest. I'm not being detained and you touching me. That is someone who can't control their scene. Now, because now you have assaulted me and you don't have extra, like, what I, like, if, if a physical altercation ensued after that, 
it seems like by default the person is going to jail. But like, you didn't have no right to touch me. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like fam, go over there. Like you, just because you're the police, don't mean you can touch me. I, you can talk to me, issue your commands, but don't fuck, don't put your fucking. I don't like to be touched. I don't like to be touched, and I really don't like to touch people in general. Yeah, like so. Listen, don't fucking touch me. You can do your your commands or you your your requests or whatever. And now if it comes to a situation like, well, listen, sir, uh, put your hands behind your back. Now you're going to jail. All right, I am being detained. I'm about to be arrested. I need to start listening to these cues, or I'm avo- I'm uh, avoiding arrest. Whatever the fuck it's called, I can't think of it right now. Resisting resisting arrest, but like, no, don't just come up here touching me. You can't touch me. But at the same time, okay, what's a, what's a reasonable distance? Now, I, I say we at this table. I say go stand over at the door. Mm-hmm. Another officer may want you a little further in the hallway. Yeah, because my camera not going to reach that far. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, what, whatever their reasoning is behind that. And, like, who says I got to listen to you? Like, what law did I break by not moving I move seven feet back versus thirteen feet back. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a that's a great. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not a uh uh a footage, so to speak. Like I'm telling you, with the situation we got here, Officer Hollins is comfortable with you being at the door, so long as you be quiet, don't interrupt, get your record, do what you want to do. Now I gotta be quiet. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm no, no, no. Let me tell you why you gotta be I'm quiet. I'm at the door yelling, whoop that trick. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta be quiet and shit. Oh, it, it happens. It happens. I mean, I'm not saying the whole everybody around just has to completely shut up. But, but if like, you. I often sound, cause I be watching, I spend a lot of time on the internet watching <laughs> shit like this, right? I be like, nigga, you talking about I'm fucking with your scene. You fucking talking to me for four minutes. You need to be worried about that nigga over there. <laughs> yeah. You clearly, it's clearly not that bad, big of a case. If you sit here arguing with me for five minutes. No, it, it happens. Your, your partner get his ass whooped over there and shit. Hopefully you're not. Your partner about to get fucked up. You talking to me. You need to film that shit because this is going to be on War Star. It's, a, it's <laughs> a level of, uh, I think it's a level of empathy just like we talked about with the, uh, white Caucasian cops having a level of empathy with black folks and all that thing. I think there has to go the same way for civilians and cops. I mean, if you my empathy is here, to the person I'm trying to get recorded. I mean, yeah, but I they think still got a job. Well, that's not to. fair. They still got a job. No, they gotta do. it is not fair. To, why, why wouldn't you have empathy for? Because you got the upper you're hand. Right. You that doesn't, that, <laughs> you that, right. In no, this situation, that, I'm trying to film to make sure that my friend or my loved one is okay. And there's nothing wrong with it. Right. All I'm saying is you can do it a little further away and let me figure out what's no. going on because y'all like to y'all, don't, y'all uh, when we go to court y'all claim y'all can't I need I need this HD video to be clear and crisp. If you got two people tussling and the gun go off and you get shot, your family's suing her suing who the, the police because they didn't have control over the situation that you was too close to. Hey man, that's like I, like I said that's that that's 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 for your safety, my safety. And a person that I'm talking exactly. to. And I'm not going to act like I'm perfect because I done been in a situation where I'm arguing, get sure. back, get back. And it's like. I mean, I, like, so. It happens. I'm here. The reason that that happens, right? The reason that y'all got to argue, get back, get back, get your fucking cameras on there is because historically so much shit has happened and niggas look the other way. They're like, no, nah, fuck that. Well, at this point, it's expected that we're going to be filmed, whether or not we have our own body cameras or not. But the downside to that is some officers, 
they take a step back from using necessary force. Keyword, necessary yeah. force. Because now they're nervous. Now they're anxious. A lot of things go through their head. Nobody wants to be on Warstar or Crime in the D. I know I don't. So that's the drawback to that. I tell you what, if I was a police officer, um, I don't really care if you record me. And before I tase you, I'm probably going to sock you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get that shit on tape if you want to. Like, I'm socking the shit out you, dog. Right in the eye. You're going to fall. I'm going to put the cups on you. It's going to be a And better- then you're going to tase the nigga? No. I'm going to put the cups on you. It's going to be a better situation than me tasing you or me hitting you in the red zone. Because, like, <laughs> just take this shot <laughs> to the face and just, you know. You tip it, that's put, that's put, probably a good thing you're not a cop. <laughs> what, you, you want me to tase him? That shit is worse. Hey, you man. might fuck around have a seizure. Like, that shit, I think one punch is better than a tase. Hey, man, you know, I, first time I got tased, nigga, I lost everything I drank that day on my Like, gym. no, that shit is brutal. I've never got tased. Well, okay, so the city of Detroit now has tasers, but one of the things um, I know, don't quote me if, it's, if I'm wrong, but I believe you had an option to get tased. So in the academy, we got pepper spray. We're supposed to know what it feels like. And when we got pepper spray, they put us through a scenario because again, like I told you before, if mm. a situation happens, if I'm spraying, it could backfire and it can get on you. Mm. And then you run around here blind and you got to fight half blind. Yeah, I've been sprayed a couple of times. So we got sprayed <laughs> in the academy. And I do believe with the tasers, it's voluntary if you want to know what it feels like. I don't want to know what it feels <laughs> like. I was, to, I was told by one of my trainees in the academy who was former military that getting sprayed and getting shot is better than a taser, but hey man, like which one of you uh, white officers want to fill up with this red zone? Feel like? <laughs> Just so y'all know, you know I'm taking a taser twice because what they this did shit don't that, feel right. What they did to that black man, the Inkster, was that Inkster or was that uh, Inkster, the one, um, the black guy that the judge down? No, it couldn't have been Inkster because they was at the 36th district. Was it Dearborn? Dearborn thirty six. No, because I know that the black lady judge like tore off into him and shit. Vonda Evans. Yeah, yeah. Cause like they they hit that nigga in the head so many fucking times. Well, that uh, might have been Third Circuit then. Oh, uh, that's third. Um, Frank Frank Murphy. Yeah, yeah. It was Frank Murphy. Yeah. yeah, that's the real jail. I mean, that's the real court. Yeah. Like. You got a real case. You had Frank. You in 36 district. Like that shit is all right. I mean, yeah. it's a serious, de- but like, go yeah, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Frank Murphy, oh, you on some real shit. Like that's some real shit. Those are the, uh, the two, uh, Man, courts could. in downtown Detroit. You did have culvers before you came. Not, um, uh, from the city. <laughs> all right. I think so. I said, uh, why do all everything looks like a gun? Um, so also I want to know. Nigga, that was the first question. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, I told him I had a little story in between. I got another gun story where it was a real gun, but not a real gun. That was scary. But. So what I often see um, is when an officer has to pull their gun and discharge their firearm um, for whatever the reason is, it would appear that everybody else just takes their guns out and start shooting too. And... Um, like I just seen a video where uh, one officer, he rightfully so, because the guy, the, the lady that was driving, it was a lady driving, and it was a guy in a passenger seat, and the lady would not stop at all, and she ran over a cop or whatever, and 
the the gentleman who was the police officer who was like directly in front of her took his gun out and started shooting and then everybody out there just lit the car up so the passenger died too like he not even driving and like he don't have an and he had his hands up but like everybody out there just started shooting like i can get it like that first officer who got a clear shot like nigga you about to run me over too i need to shoot but like Everybody just started shooting. So, like, whenever it's a situation where somebody gets shot, like, all the cops unloaded their clips. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, all y'all, every single person out here, all y'all didn't think y'all life was in danger. It's impossible that every single person at every different angle thought at this exact moment my life was in danger. I I can't attest to that because I've never been in that situation. Yeah. However... I do know someone who was in that situation and they did not shoot and the other officers did. And this officer, and I don't want, I don't want to say the name, of course, but um, developed some anxiety about that because of, cause they had that same question. Why is everybody shooting? It was unnecessary. Um, I hope to never even be in that situation. I mean, I've been in a situation where I've drawn my weapon, but I've never had to shoot. I don't, I, I, I can't answer. I've never been in that situation, but I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. It seemed like I, when the gun's out and they hear one shot, oh, I'm shooting too. And it's, it's, I mean, it's different when you, when it's a, an actual gun f- battle and someone's shooting back, but someone just shooting. Eh. That's like, oh, I've been in a situation where I roll up on the fight and I come to the fight. And one of my things is, okay, I can see them on the ground tussling. I might grab the legs. I ain't coming in just throwing bowls. Yeah. I'm grabbing the legs. Okay, you go grab the arms. We don't all have to punch. So I don't believe we all have to shoot. So I'm, I, I can't give you a, an actual answer, answer to that, but. I show you, um, it's one video I sent you. It was disturbing to me. Um, I think I sent you this. Where the video was his a gentleman had his uh he was cuffed up and the police officer um uh, like fucked him up and he started like beating him up and he dragged him through like the, the precinct. He dragged him through and like everybody was like walking past and shit while he was dragging a nigga whose blood is like smearing. No, like, you didn't send me that, but the way you described it sounds bad. Like let me see if I can find it. But it's like, even it was dragging other officers, whatever, through different stuff. And then one of the ladies who just carrying, like, she don't look like an officer, but she like she works in the building. Like, her eyes bucked up and shit. Like, and but like, no one said anything. Like, some people were just walking past. Like, all right, just another day to, <laughs> just another day to office. I mean, at some point, we got to know that. Like, some pe- people are gonna get tired at one point. Like. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm assuming y'all do drills for that type of shit, but, but y'all cannot do drills and just like stop fucking people up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it be the it be, it be the white officers <laughs> and black officers too, because remember Sometimes the two remember the, remember the two that beat the nigga up in the uh in the in the in the liquor store and shit. They fucked him up. Um, and then the officer that got the one nigga that got beat up at the Myers right here on uh, on Grand River and shit lost some teeth and shit like. Oh yeah, he hit, he hit the guy with the, yeah, the, baton. With the baton. Yeah, 
red the, re- zone. the reason that shit happens. Red zone is all in the grill. Facts. I mean, that shit happens in the city from time to time. But the reason I think it don't happen as much, like, if you're a black officer and you work in the city of Detroit, like, fam, we know we went to school with you. We know where mm-hmm. you at. Like, we gonna come get. <laughs> Okay, I'll be right back. All right, Craig. <laughs> Craig, <laughs> you know where your mama stay. <laughs> yeah. And I think you need that check and balance sometimes. Because mm-hmm. you can't go fuck around everybody when everybody know where your auntie stay at. You know what I'm saying? Like That familiarity helps sometimes. I remember when my house got broken into. One of the police officers was a nigga I went to high school with. Like, I right, James. Like, they took this, this, and that. Like, we got to mm-hmm. be, we got, I just think you got to be realistic when you live around the city, right? Because, like. Anybody can find you relatively quick in real life. Like yeah. everybody knows somebody who work at insert cell phone company here, insert cable company. Like nigga, you got to build with somebody. You, your first and last name is on on route. Like you can't just be out here fucking. Nigga, it's easy as we used to find people when we worked. You didn't had <laughs> you didn't had cable here before. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, and now it's a fifth account with the same last name. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't go around. But when you from a um, a different area, a different neighborhood, or I can't pronounce your last name, such and such and wits. You know what I'm saying? Well, some of them catch on early, especially if they went through the Detroit Academy. Now, you can go apply to Detroit already being an officer and not go through the actual six-month academy that I went through. Mm. What they do is they have a program. If you're already an officer somewhere else, you have, I guess. The fast track uh, that is. Yeah. But I, I do think, and I can attest to some of my academy classmates, from the time we were in academy to the time they actually got out there, and they were literally over in the red zone in number nine, <laughs> okay, and they got they got hit real quick, you know. So you you don't hear a lot of a lot of craziness going on with even white Detroit officers. Yeah, because listen, man, I'd be damned if I come out the house and see. Anybody jumping on one of my loved ones. Like I just, you know, and they and they don't deserve it. Yeah. Well no, even if they deserve it. Like you're not about to beat them. Yeah. Well, there was something man, I don't even know what city this was, and I thought I shared this video with you. Um I also was in a mall. I guess a twelve year old black boy was selling a C D. Yeah, C D. And then the the girl was in the background. The auntie, I think it was, was like, like, "You're not gonna handle them like that." And she got arrested too. And that that goes back to, okay, he was the only officer there. You know, you engaged this little boy, and auntie was there. You know, what made you go for his arm? Like, what what happened? Like, those are the questions because you you never see that part of the video because for one, people start filming for the most part when it gets crazy. So you never know what happened that's leader. So what led up to the to this little boy from the video look real small? Why was you grabbing his arm? I know in Detroit, you know, you don't have your your permit to sell your lemonade and all that other stuff. You can ride a ticket and you can go. Like what made you want to grab his arm? These are the kind of things that I really don't understand. And this was literally a little boy. Don't touch me. And then Auntie jumped jumped on which. She was wrong. It turned to saying something different, though. And 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 that's that's where, as a human being, you you see your loved one going through something, whether they were wrong or not. But in this case, this was a twelve year old boy. Yes, he was wrong because he didn't have a permit to sell his CDs, but wasn't warranted for you to grab his arm. Mm-hmm. At the same time, 
I feel like if I had rolled up on that 12-year-old boy, the conversation would have been different. Like, what you doing out here selling CDs? Okay, you ain't supposed to be in this mall. You got to go. You know, but, it, it, but it's... I'd be it, like, hey, fam, I uh, I appreciate your hustle trying to make some money um, without selling illegal drugs or illicit drugs. Uh, but you need some type of permits for this, fam. So I'm uh, um, mm-hmm. going to shut you down early today. I'm glad that you doing this instead of something else. But I'm going to shut you down early today. Yeah. That's it. Like, you can wrap that shit up. And and, that, and he probably would have left after that. And would have respected the cops. Like, damn, man, they could have jammed me up. Man. It's Saturday like, morning. I'm cooking. You know what I'm saying? They jammed me up. But, like, look, man, they could it could have been worse. They could have took all my property. You know what I'm saying? All right, man, this is my final question. God damn, nigga, these is compound questions. Hey, man, we don't we don't get officers in here late. I mean, too <laughs> soon. Uh, do you think officers would be benefited um, by so, like in the military, you have tours of duty. You can't be in the field for for too much. Um, so you be doing an active duty, but X amount of months you got to come off before you go back. Do you think that the uh, police department would be served if they made y'all do something else every nine months three months out the year you're not on patrol you're doing something else whether it's a lab technician paper anything but like you to get a break oh absolutely i mean it's a mental break and then you'll be well-rounded because when you have those um lab techs and the ones that come and take the pictures and fingerprints and all that other stuff, you're at the beck and call of them. If they're off or if they're on another case somewhere, you know, that you got to wait hours at a scene. If I'm trained in that, I can show up and I can do it. Um, one of the advice that was given to me, um, and this was when I was with Detroit and I had that opportunity to go to different areas and think, cause it's a much larger department that, you know, don't stay on patrol too long. Get, get your, Get your meat and potatoes here and then go and do something else. Expand your career, do different things. But to have that as part of in in general to kind of rotate and go to different departments and learn different things, I think is awesome. Mm. I think y'all should probably even go to different neighborhoods too or different cities. Shit. I, I don't I wouldn't say different cities. The thing about being in, in the neighborhoods, when you're at that precinct, you learn that precinct, you know that precinct. Um when you get some sent somewhere else. You don't know those neighborhoods. You don't even know the streets over there. Well, if um, it was rotating, you would probably get to know the whole city. Yeah, but at one point you had the officers there to do that. And you didn't and you have to worry about that. Yeah. You you just, you at this point, you just don't have the manpower. If you had the manpower, you wouldn't even have to worry about that. Because then I could be at my prospective precinct and then go three months and go work in this bureau somewhere and then come back. And, and do that. I wouldn't want to hop precinct to precinct, no. All right. Well, Officer Hollins, uh, we appreciate you um, being in the hot seat. Not a problem. Um, and representing for your uh, boys and girls in blue. Mm-hmm. Y'all get to, you get tired of hearing the boys in blue? Well, what about the girls in blue? I've been called a man before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. they like, sir. <laughs> like, if I wear a hat a certain way and I, maybe I got my hair pulled back. Like, I got pink handcuffs. I got, like, little pink stuff. That's, I even got a pink little handcuff key. You I know. am not a boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, man. You got music pick this week, man? Uh, nah, man. My music pick of the week, man. I'm stick- sticking with Nip. 
uh, you know, that music, that money's going straight to his people. So continue to support Victory Lab. That's my music pick of the week. Man, fact. Whose uh, man's is this? Whose man's is this? Um, I'm sticking with Nip as well, man. Uh, my whose man's just goes to Christopher Darden. Um, what the fuck is you doing, fam? Like, why'd you take this case, dog? Now, granted, um, you're a little bit older than I am. So you may be out the loop. Maybe you don't know who Nipsey Hussle is. Maybe you don't know who this whole ass nigga named Eric Holder is. But on Sunday, you maybe not know. But on Monday and Tuesday, shit, even Wednesday, Oh, you the you the fuck know. You know who the fuck this is. Why you take this case? Who hired you? Who is the private person who retained you? And why did you agree to take this fucking case? No, man. You were supposed to be the black militant nigga and you failed against OJ. That's how I was portrayed. Why would you take a case for a nigga who is on tape murdering somebody else? Why did you take this case? Who the fuck mans is this? We are you already been ostracized by them people when you failed to get a, a guilty nigga off. Maybe you maybe you taking this shit to, to fail again. Because clearly your record against guilty niggas is not good. But like who the what what the fuck is going on? Christopher Darn. I ain't heard your fucking name since Since ran, OJ. Since they ran the OJ um since um what's the nigga name for the movie? Um, yeah, what's the nigga name from Cuba. um from um This is us. This is us. Sterling, Sterling K Sterling K Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Since he played you. He a better you than you is, nigga. Get Sterling out here, dog. Cause you a hoe for taking this fucking case. All money ain't good money. Just because something is legal, it don't mean it's moral. Fuck that nigga. You should not have taken this shit. Who man's is this? Who are your friends, nigga? Go get some friends in the community. You a hoe. What do you call it? Mistaken identity? Yeah, he talking about the identity is question. No, the identity the identity may be in question from this granny ass footage that Twitter got, but from the actual footage from the family and from the actual businesses that Nipsey and them all the people own, no nigga, it's very clear who this nigga is. And from the witnesses that were on the scene, no, we know who this is. It's not no case where a nigga needed no nigga, we seen you. You know, one thing, I'm not going to say a good thing, but, you know, they're talking about holding Nip's memorial service at the Staples Center. You know, so it's the only thing that's going to fit 15K, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all that's a good fit in the Staples Center? No, no, you can fit more in there, but, like, they were looking for different venues to hold it, and that was, like, one of the bigger. They want something that's going to fit 15K, and it's only a couple of venues that fit 15K, and Staples Center is one of them. I might fucking around go myself, nigga. Up that to twenty five. So, that's who. Any anything else is the time uh, for the Benny? Yeah, man. Fuck that nigga though. All right, man. This dame going wild on everything that matters. No, you should probably let our guests say theirs first. Yeah, no, I mean, ladies. I'm sorry, but I don't. Ladies first. You think head off? You think you think you about, she got pink cuffs, nigga? <laughs> I mean, I'm into that type of shit, so. <laughs> right, right on. I'm about to spell my name out. H A I D E R A H O L L 
I N S. Is that on, on Instagram and Twitter? Okay. Um, I'm not giving out that IG Clay Fixiano. I ain't spelling shit. <laughs> you know, figure it out. I don't be on it like that anyway. I yeah. mean, I gave my shit already. This day ain't going wild and anything that matter. Tell your mama to at me and bring pink cuffs tonight. <laughs> uh, man, um, follow uh, Shop Talk Podcast and uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio on Instagram. Um, follow the Twitter account, man. It's uh, The Shop Talk Pod. And, um, you know, I'm Jay Johnson. I'm not going to give you my Twitter name. Because, oh, my, my, look, nigga, follow Shop Talk Podcast. <laughs> if you want to find me, Find me on Shop Talk Podcast. You'll find me there. 100%. All right. And um, I think it was something else, man. It's something I wanted else to say, man. It's kind of slipping my mind, man. May is Urban Podcast Month. May is Urban Podcast Month. We still looking for it. Uh, we got moving a date back, and we got to look for a new venue, man. So if you got a venue and you want to help host a Urban Podcast Month event, reach out to me. At Jay Johnson at shoptalkpod.com. That's an email. I'm not saying that we're the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Day. Hell yeah. Peace. Yeah.